3: Welcome to Jen Exhausted. I'm Chris. I'm Rich. I'm Earl. Oh, we, we we are down with the sickness. I'm back. I was out. I was out last week with with the China virus. Earl and his wife currently both have it. Rich, Rich, Rich is hipster. He had it before anybody had it.
4: <laughs> but by, by the way, uh, I had no idea he was going to pick that song for the intro. So that's a nice touch. But I just want to say I never really liked that song or that. Well, I don't. I still don't really like that band. But uh, the song until it was used at the perfect time at the end of Dawn of the Dead, the 2004 remake, and I was like, yeah, it kind of works for fucking fast zombies ripping people apart to that song. It works. It
3: really does. So that song's grown on me throughout the years. Like I guess it's all relative, right? Like when everything sucks now. You look back and, yeah, compared to what's out now, it's not that bad. Dude, there's just some shit that I, I I've just,
4: first of all, there ain't nothing in this world more fucking embarrassing than some 40-something-year-old guy trying to act like he's really still into, like, the shit that a bunch of teenagers listen to. Like, when I hear somebody whose age starts with a four followed by any number after talk about how good Machine Gun Kelly is, I'm like... You're trying too hard. You're the old dude at the club. Yeah. You are now at the Regal Beagle with your shirt all the (laughs) way open and your little gold fucking horn necklace and your chest hair puffed out. Stop it. We're begging you. You're not cool. You're just an idiot. But I forgot where I was going with that. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs)
3: He's the guy at Friday Night Lights that says and say I'm about to get hit in the nuts. (laughs) No, but dude, like,
4: yeah, yeah. I'm driving the other day and, you know, uh, in a
3: 2008
4: with no auxiliary cord. So I'm listening to the radio.
3: Yay. The hostage situation.
4: Yeah, Exactly. And uh, 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 I Stand Alone by Godsmack comes on. Now, I've never really been a huge Godsmack fan. I mean, the first album, it's like it had its moments. And it was also like my hard partying years. So it was a lot of background music for my partying years. So there's good memories associated with songs that I don't care about. But I Stand Alone, I, no pun intended, Stand By. That verse riff is a bad motherfucking riff. And the tone
3: on that guitar
4: is perfect for that riff. And I'm just sitting there like, I'm I'm defending Godsmack in my head to myself.
3: Like, they They weren't that bad, but they weren't that great. If that makes any sense. Yeah, dude, whatever is the shit. Dude, it's just they're the 40 degree day of music. Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody, nobody remembers them until they put out a new album. They're still around, too. They had some god-awful cover that was big a couple years ago. They covered something that I was like, what? You covered that? And apparently it was a hit for them. Well, once Five Finger
4: Death Punch started being the, why did they cover this song? Band and other bands saw, oh, we can make money doing that? The cycle started back up again. Because remember for a minute in the late 90s, it was covering 80 songs, ironically, for metal guys. Mm -hmm. Like there was uh, Corn covered uh, Word Up uh Blue Monday by uh uh uh, uh orgy Faith Limp Biscuit. Yeah. It's just every whatever. Everything's a cycle. Everything that's old will be new again. Give it enough time. Right. I'm starting to I, I'm starting to see like signs of that early nineties teal color making a comeback with the younger crowd. And I'm just going, don't make this mistake. We made this mistake. Now, Do if, not make this mistake again.
3: Now, if they want to get nostalgic with the 90s music, hey, I'm in. I'll take whatever. It's music when we were in high school. I don't give a shit.
4: I, I think those days are done. Dude, there's literally... There are there are two worlds of music, it seems like, if you're a kid. There is the charts, which everybody knows what's on the charts. I'm talking about kids now, high, you know, school-age kids. Everybody knows what's on it, whether they listen to it or not, and then there's what they listen to. And like... What they listen to is kind of how we found shit. Instead of friends, you know, dubbing a copy of a tape or an album for us, it's someone sends them a YouTube. Yeah, YouTube or, or fucking, TikTok. Yeah, something like that, and that's it. And I mean, it's just if it's not in those two in those two ways and means of getting into their fucking consciousness, it takes a dedicated person looking for new music. And there's just not a whole lot of fucking
3: motivation to do that that I'm seeing with the younger generation. Oh, dude, I found the, the Godsmack cover. I don't, you're probably going to shit on everything you just said. I what remember... cover is it? Oh, you'll, you'll know in a second. Oh, good times, bad times? Yeah, I was like, really? You picked this? Your Godsmack? I hate to say this,
4: but there was a Led Zeppelin tribute album in the 90s. And I think it was the Spin Doctors
3: who covered this, and they actually killed
4: it on that album. Which I mean, no,
3: Encomium? Oh no, uh, it wasn't. Uh, it was Cracker.
4: Cracker, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I mean, still, I, I, I'll stand. I'll die on this hill, whether you like their their, their songs or not. Those guys could all play.
3: Cracker? Oh, yeah, I always thought Cracker never got the fucking uh, uh, do that they should have.
4: Oh, dude, I'm talking about Cracker. I'm also talking about Spin Doctors. Whether you liked their songs or not, they could all play. Well, all the musicians could play. I don't know if the lead yeah. singer played anything, and his voice was quite. It was under. It was. It was as the kids say, it was sus a lot of times. So, but you know, it's just like. I, but no, Cracker, no, dude. Camper Van Beethoven, and then going into Cracker, and then oh yeah, oh yeah, dude. I've always been about Cracker,
3: and I hear you on the Spin I... Doctors. Their rhythm section underrated. Their, oh yeah, their rhythm section was fucking they're badass. When they when
4: that album released, and it stayed off the charts or at the bottom of the Hot 100 for like a year. The oh. only time I ever heard any publications talk about them was guitar magazines Mm -hmm. and and it was like you could tell that back then record companies knew if we got a guitar player who is good enough to be recognized in the in the guitar playing community then we're going to push him to that and then two princes come out and it was like they stopped talking to everybody in that (laughs) right But, but i'll tell you this that motherfucking guitar player was sitting there talking about shit that I was like, oh, okay. He knows what's up. Like, he's about like Joe Pass and Wes Montgomery and Tribe yeah. Christian. And I'm like, okay, dude, anybody who's name dropping those guys and then playing their stuff using, because Wes Montgomery, podcasting for nobody but musicians, Wes Montgomery had a very specific picking style and it was all oh, yeah. his thumb. And yeah. And he had nailed Wes Montgomery's pickings and playing style. And it was like, okay, dude, anybody who went to to that length, that's someone who loves music, period, end of story. Mm -hmm. Nobody puts themselves through that type of shit just for shits and giggles. Nobody. Because, I mean, it's hard enough to learn to play, but to try to get inside somebody's head and all the idiosyncrasies and nuances of their playing and then do it? That's a different story. That, That's a talent unto itself that I think is overlooked because it's it's imitation. But it's like, yeah, but if you learn how to imitate enough people and you put it all together in a big pot, it's called gumbo, and that's your own style. No,
3: that's what my guitar teacher, That, that I mean, that's why I think he was so good. That's what he did. He's like, you could learn something from every guitar player. Everybody's got kind of their own thing that they do, and they kind of got their own techniques, and you just kind of – like, kind of what you were saying is you pick up on what works for you out of, like, Like, I understand what you're saying. I mean, yeah, it's podcasting for me and you and a few <laughs> other musicians. Yeah, I know.
4: Uh, all right, well, uh, well we we, we start off with Down With The Sickness, so I guess we can fucking talk about the COVID stuff um i mean do you want to get into serious stuff or do you want to have fun first
3: I'm, I'm down for having fun
4: okay so since we've all three had covid and we know it's not a hoax or any of that bullshit okay i think we should come up with a definitive list between us three of COVID idiots and these are people who covid has driven out their motherfucking minds like I mean, the two ex- the two examples i think of right off the top of my head are people who drive in a car by themselves with the windows up and a mask on
3: yeah i was like who are you protecting yourself from you're alone yeah do you jerk off with
4: a fucking rubber on no you're an idiot you're a cove idiot okay and then the uh oh, there ain't no such thing as COVID. There ain't nothing but the sniffles okay bubba well when your 500 pound ass Who's got type 12 diabetes catches the shit, and after they get done lopping off fucking different appendages of yours, and then you die from the shit, I'll make sure to send flowers to your family. You fucking covid idiot. How so, about people who still think it's fake? The entire globe has it. That's what I'm saying. That's that's the conspiracy theory people that oh, there's no such thing as covid.
3: I was talking to somebody really? the other day, and the conversation went south really quickly. It just it came up that I was just getting over covid. Oh, that's uh, government-made. You'll be fine. And I was just simply talking about, like, I can't be out, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm on, I'm like, day four, and I can't be, you know, without, in public without a mask until next Friday. Well, I wouldn't wear a mask. Any, why? Well, I said, well, I said, because some just because somebody was inconsiderate around me doesn't mean I'm going to be a dick and not wear my mask for the next five days when I go out in public. And just, yeah, oh, it's fake, and, and this and that. I'm like, okay, well, you're not grounded in reality. We don't think like-minded this conversation's over. See you.
4: Yeah, and I, yeah, I. Do you want to disclose where you ran into this person? Because I feel that it's pertinent to the conversation. Yeah, I
3: was on a dating app.
4: Okay, and right off the bat, guys, I understand if you're in your late thirties, you're in your forties, you've been through a divorce. I get it. I understand. I've been there. I was in my, was in my early thirties, but I've been there. Okay, what? but don't. Settle for a chick just because she'll give up the Putin nanny to you Okay, because you can get trapped in that motherfucking relationship real quick Because let me tell you something almost every guy I know if you separate him and his old lady And you ask his old lady, how long have you been with your old man? She'll say something like four years And then you ask your buddy how long you been with your old lady and he'll say well, about two and a half, three years. You got trapped in that relationship. That's what happened. Okay. Don't fucking settle. If you are, the, if you got an itch that needs to be scratched that bad, hit it and quit it hey and move the fuck on.
3: Feel like okay. I've, you don't have to marry the bitch. I feel like I've stated this a lot, but it, once you get over 30, definitely 35, and I'm noticing really over 40, you got your own place, your own car and a decent job. It, it, more will be more will be along soon. What were you gonna say, Earl? Did we lose Earl? Uh, let me check. Sky, huh? he's on the call. Maybe mm-hmm. sleeping. But he said something. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> anyways,
4: maybe he said, "I'll be right back." That could be possible. Yeah. I mean, like, listen.
3: If he ain't listening, ah, that's his. There you go. Oh, here we there, go. There you go. Earl, Earl joined us for the intro, and that's it. Like we were telling him, he didn't have to. He's trying to be a hero. You don't have to be a hero. I, I skipped last week. You guys tried to get me twice. I was like. Fuck that, guys. I'm going to bed. No, dude, I absolutely understand. Yeah. I mean, when I had it, it was
4: 12 days. Day four, five, and six, those were the days that, like, people around me were going, I don't, are you going to make it? Should I take you somewhere? Do I wait till you die? Do I wait till you pass out? What happened? You're gasping for air as you're sitting here in front of me doing nothing. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. I don't know. So, I mean, dude. No, ain't no harm, no foul here. Yeah,
3: right. And you know what? I like to think the, you know, because the first couple of days I felt like I fell for the okie doke, right? Because I got the shot. But no, man, because I'd, I like to think like by day five, I was feeling back like myself. Like I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying I was, you know, I was never like, oh, I'm going to go to the hospital, but I was in bed for four days, man. Like I was getting winded sitting up and answering emails for work. I'd answer a couple of emails like, all right, I got to lay back down. Like all I'm doing is typing, right, and just sitting up. But no, for four days I was on my ass, you know. And I'm I'm used to like you get the flu, you're down for a couple of days, you're back up. No, I was, you know, many times. It was like, oh, I'm starting to feel like normal, and then five minutes later, like, oh no, I'm not. I have to sit down. That's that's what I'm saying, man. And this is
4: this is this is what my buddy Doc said. He goes, look, it's if it helps people to think of it this way, it's a symptom mitigator. Basically, if you have underlying health conditions if that that covid can make worse this is nine times out of ten it's going to keep your ass out the hospital and keep it from developing into something that you don't want like being put on a fucking ventilator where your odds are now 50 50 a coin toss and i this is why i'm like if that's the best this protect this 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 offers then here's the deal you don't get it and you die uh, it's sad for your family, isn't it? The rest of us somehow continue on. I mean, I don't. I, you've made your decision. Live with your fucking. Live with the consequences of your decision at this point. On top of that, it ain't as dire as everybody fucking. Excuse me. It ain't as dire as a lot of politicians want to make this shit out to be. I mean, you know, it, it, dude. Eighty-five percent of adults in this country, meaning eighteen and over, have had at least one dose. Eighty-five percent. Okay. So kiss my ass, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, cause it, the whole thing was, well, we need mandates. If that 15% is gonna wipe us out, then maybe we don't need to continue as a species. How about that? I'm fine with it. There's an asteroid coming towards Earth right now. I'm kind of rooting for it. It'll pass by on the 18th, apparently, within like a million miles of Earth.
3: I'm like, we can't get it any closer. I've been telling you, I've been screaming this for almost two years, man. This might be the this is the wipe out the idiot's disease, you don't believe in science? You, uh, cool, alright. Let me know how that goes for you. I don't, and you'd think I would be, you know, a lot of people have, have started leaning more towards the right side of things when they get, oh, well, I, the vaccine didn't do me any good, fuck it. No, guess, guess who's putting the mask back on in public? Me. I don't want this fucking shit again. Apparently Omicron don't give a fuck. Omicron is easy to catch like the common cold. I'm putting a mask on around strangers again. Sorry. Well, that's what, that's what Earl and I were saying last week.
4: This is what viruses do. Viruses depend on their host for survival. When viruses mutate, the vast majority of the time, they become more contagious, less deadly to the host.
3: So it can spread quicker to more hosts. Oh, yeah. We were talking about this on the Weedsman. Virus don't want to kill the host because then the virus yeah. dies too. We learned this in 7th grade biology, folks. Like, it's not...
4: I understand that a lot a lot more people than I ever thought when I was a kid do cocaine as adults. But does cocaine affect memory that bad? Like, seriously. You can't remember a simple fucking science lesson? Do we need to come up with, like, like, a, a, a cool little rhyme? Like, righty-tighty, lefty-loosey so people will remember how this shit works? Because... Well, dude, I think th- I think the best the best example of fear p- of 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 trying to throat fuck the American public with th- with the horse cock of fear porn is Supreme Court Justice uh, Sonia Sotomayor. M- 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 whatever the fuck, however fuck you pronounce her last name,
3: Sotomayor, uh,
4: Sotomayor, Sotomayor, Sotomayor. Mayor. Oh, I've
3: heard, oh, sorry, I've heard so many fucking
4: different ways. I don't even care anymore. My white privilege this, is showing. This fucking you ain't white. How many times we gotta tell you right. this, Mister Lebanese? But like, believe me, you ain't at the meetings. I've looked for you. <laughs> like, well, there's a white meeting. Oh, I know Chris is
3: here. The cops see the white half. That's all I care about.
4: <laughs> they got the, the color chart. They hold up. Oh, uh, you just missed a now meeting there. Just go made, go
3: ahead. good thing it's October.
4: <laughs> she goes on fucking. You know some news talking head fear porn thing and oh the children the children a hundred thousand american no, it children was, it was are suffering and, and and a lot of them are are in hospitals and icus oh, and blah yeah, blah blah it, blah, last blah, week, blah. it
3: was it was when they were having their first uh uh they were hearing the uh and we'll get to it uh when they first started arguing the mandate in front of the supreme court again she made the statement. Yeah, what did she say? Hundreds of thousands of children are in the hospital right now due to COVID. And the no, no,
4: f- she, to be fair, she said hundreds of thousands, a hundred thousand children are sick with COVID, and I, I cannot. This is where it gets the muddy language. Like, I, I can't remember the exact quote. I should. I just, I just watched it earlier today, but. I, she was like, a lot of them are you know, in ICUs and blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, she goes on Fox, and Fox don't give a fuck. They're like, fuck this, Twat. They're like, yeah, 100,000, 3,500, sweetheart. Yeah, the fact she, checkers
3: oh, fucking went crazy when they should have.
4: And it's like, yeah. I who gives? A, I don't give a fuck what job t- your job title is. I don't give a fuck if you're the president of the United States. I don't give a fuck if you're the guy. If you're Kofi or not, I can't you're we- running the fucking UN. Fuck you. If you if you are out here spreading misinformation, you need to get a fucking thirty day ban and your fucking all your social media profiles shadow banned, like they do everybody else who supposedly spreads false information. By the way. Information that got you banned on social media a year ago is now being pushed as factual information so do those people deserve an apology or something she's How, wears, how's this going to work? She
3: wears the right color tie she 's got the right friend she's an obama appointee dude it's just it, it really does come down to i i know donald trump put put that out. Or, 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 just any. Or if Matt Gates, how about somebody who's currently on Twitter? If Matt Gates said that on Twitter, his account would be suspended right now.
4: Like I know, I know you didn't watch the movie, but I mean, you know, Earl. I, I guess I fucking talked him into just talking about the movie. Talked him into watching Don't Look Up, and I, I'm watching that movie, and I'm like, this is so fucking accurate to what the fuck we've been through the last two years. And here's the bitch of it. It's not, an, it's, it's not like a, 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 an allegory for fucking COVID. It's more of, a, of an allegory for climate change. But it fits with COVID so fucking perfect. And what we've witnessed, and here's the bit of it, they started filming and mostly finished filming that movie before COVID. Oh, wow. That's how prescient the fucking message of the movie was. And I just watch this and I go, people don't care about the truth. They want their side... To win. That's all I care about. The truth is just. That gets in the way of us winning. Why would we care about the truth? And it's like. Seriously. At this point. The most hated people in our society. Are probably the ones trying to tell you. What you don't want to hear. And that's why. I've accepted it. I mean. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure. You know. It is Chris's network. It is your network Chris. I'm sure you'd like to make some fucking money off this motherfucker. Like. More than just keeping it afloat one day. But let's be honest, we don't really pick a fucking side and and claim that that side is right all the time and the other side is wrong all the time. And that's just the way it is. We call out bullshit where we see bullshit. That's not a popular fucking thing. People don't want to hear that. People want to no, know, did my side win? They don't even, people don't even care about being comforted anymore. They don't even care about comforting lies. You can lie to them directly to their face as long as the means justify the ends and the ends being my side won. Really, let me ask you a question: Who, who in the Democratic or Republican Party is on your side? Who, who's your benefactor from those parties that sends you checks every time they win a fucking point in the media?
3: Nobody. But I mean, I'm they, just they, wondering. They claim to represent us. They don't live like us. I still don't understand that. When the average American, the average American makes fifty thousand dollars, you're making ten times that, and talking about regular everyday. I mean, you don't live like a regular everyday American, dude. That's what.
4: When when COVID, when that when the some the first summer the first summer of COVID rolled around, and they you know remember uh, uh, Gail Gadot and a bunch of other people like did their their Imagine video, and it yeah. was like you know oh just stay home slow the spread, you know uh, uh 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 stomp the stomp the curve down blah 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 blah, and it's like bitch you probably have a bowling alley and an olympic size swimming pool in your motherfucking house. See that And if you if you don't, somebody who wants to fuck you does and will be more than happy in the time of covid to bring your hot ass over and let you do whatever the fuck you want to do in their house.
3: We can't do that. Well yeah, it's it's, it's a shame that Earl did, did have to drop off because, you know, his his grand stay home everybody plan that he he pushes you know, it, it dawned on me the other day because he was like, oh, it happened before. And it, No, it didn't. The, wor- it the, the, the working man kept working. Remember, remember, remember essential workers? Remember that phrase? I, I, I told him. I was like, you know what? I told
4: him the last show that you weren't on. I was like, you and Chris can go back and forth about that. I, I'm done, dude. He, and I'll tell him this to his fucking face. I don't give a fuck. And if you have listened to this show, I believe you know that. And if you know me, you really know that. I don't care. I'm like, bro, you are so fucked in the head about this shit. Like, no reality. There's no reality in him wave bye-bye to each other a long time ago when it comes to this shit. It's just like his, I don't believe in coincidence. There's no such thing as coincidence. Okay. So you believe in every conspiracy that it's a conspiracy. It's not a coincidence. I just said I don't believe in coincidences. Okay. So what about when two different conspiracies contradict each other? Do you believe in both? Can you hold a contradictory idea in your head? Like that? Is that how that works? I don't believe in coincidences. Okay. (laughs) Conversation's over. And, and dude, I I love the guy. I've known him for almost 30 fucking years, man. You ain't changing his mind. You're just wasting your fucking time and his. And we all have friends like that. We all do. I mean, we all have. And it's, it's, it's either pussy or their kids or their job or booze or drugs or something. That they have just, nope, they dig their heels in and I won't give an inch on this. And you know, if you push on this, this might be the straw that broke the camel's back as far as friendship
3: goes. Well, I, I trying to, to rake earl all over the coals when he's not here because we'll do it when he's here. But no, it was just like we, we brought up, we, we, we kind of strayed into that, that part of the conversation. You know, where it's, you and I are simpatico on that. Like, yeah, it's the, the working guy kind of always gets fucked. Even in the world, the global pandemic, the minimum wagers still had to go to work. You know, there there was a section of, there was a large section of society who couldn't just afford to stay home.
4: Absolutely. And it's, and it's not just that. There's a large section of, of society and I get, I, I, I take this with a grain of salt because so many people all over, you know, in other parts of the country, but that are part of the Western, you know, world go. Oh, no, that's an American mindset. What I'm about to say, I don't buy it. I think it's it's a Western culture mindset, which is you are your job. Your entire life revolves around your job. Your worth is derived from your job. Your value as a sexual partner, as a marriage partner, as a parent, is tied directly to your job. And if you are of a certain age and you don't work a good job, Walk into a party and start telling people what you do and watch how many motherfuckers make a beeline for the exact opposite side of the room as far away from you as possible. Like you just walked into a fucking clan rally dressed like goddamn boy George or some shit. They will fucking run like roaches when the lights come on. Cause it's, that's just how it is. I've always thought that was stupid. i sorry. There's more to this. We need, yeah, we need good worker bees. And I'm glad that you're an idiot who can turn off your fucking uh, room temperature IQ and sit down at a desk and pound out nonsense for 8 to 10 hours a day. I'm glad that you're able to do that. But idea men, artists, uh, people who take chances, you know, I, even entrepreneurs, I guess you would say, they have to think outside the box. They have to be more than a one-dimensional fucking widget in a goddamn machine. It takes all kinds. There's no one-size-fits-all. But you've been to a party, I'm sure, and someone, what do you do? even if it's not you and someone's oh, like, you know, oh, I work, you know, uh, I deliver pizza or I fucking, you know, uh, th- this is the best one. I'm a stay at home. Dad. Oh, you'll see motherfuckers flee like rats from a sinking ship from that stay-at-home stay dad. And meanwhile, this is what I'm thinking as, as me, because it's me. I'm like, damn, what's up, King Dingling? You must be slinging dick like a uh, doctor.
3: Dude, no, I have two friends that are stay-at-home dads, and all we do is fucking talk about, dude, you guys got it made, and they're like, yes and no. I mean, because, yeah, You're- they don't have to. No, but, no, but I, apparently kids are hard. I got one buddy. He's got three kids. They're all under, like, fucking eight. His wife's pregnant with another one and he's oh he fucking no oh he just he just well he's got two boys he said he's like at this point they just they just beat the shit out of each other all day yeah and i i couldn't
4: no Mm
3: -mm. but they but they they claim they love it because they get to spend all this time with their kids their wives bring home the bacon dude I earl
4: and i have a very good friend him and his wife sat down he worked in the uh skilled trade and semi-skilled trades that would be, I guess, on paper, what you would call his his his, his careers up to that point, his jobs up to that point. Um, she was on the fast track for the company to where she's at for upper management. They had a kid, the first kid they put in fucking daycare. Half his paycheck went to pay for that kid's daycare. So automatically, boom, they've already lost half the, a half the paycheck they used to get. They had the second kid, it had been his whole paycheck. So he would have literally been paying out of pocket, for to and from to go to work. And when the third kid come, he said, we're done. One of us has got to stay home. They weighed their options. She had the most room for advancement, the most room for make money. He's a stay at home. Dad, all three of those kids, one's in college, one's in the Marine Corps. One's getting ready to go to college on a fucking scholarship for fucking gymnastics. He cooked cleaned, did all the shit that Mr. mom would do. And some people look at him like he's a piece of shit, and I'm like, you wouldn't last fucking five weeks in his fucking shoes. Siri, like I'm being dead serious. You would not last more than a month in
3: his shoes. I'll do my one buddy with the three, like, oh, like it's just it, it's got to be tiring. And it's funny he calls his kids assholes. He's like, just the two boys. Just right now, he's just all they do is fight. He's like, I just let him. He's like it's 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 at this point <laughs> the one kid's got to learn to fend for himself. But it's well, but, but but you, but you same. St- put your hands on a kid. Let them let them police but, each other. But man. also too same situation. Like his wife, like he's he's got a decent skill set, but his wife's like a head nurse, and it's like I might be at this point might even be working her way to becoming a doctor. So she's definitely she wins the earning potential in their household. My other buddy, his wife, uh, works for uh iHeart. Apparently, he's a big like vp or something in sales and just slangs a bunch of advertising and makes a whole bunch of money and he just sits home and raises their boy look man i this is this is this is i think why i bristle so much
4: at this very broad brush that that millennials and younger paint like everybody older than them with like dude we're not the baby boomers i get it that everyone who's older than you that you disagree with it's an okay boomer because you're an idiot and that's that's how idiots think But we're not baby boomers, you fucking morons. You fucking twats, okay? I didn't grow up thinking, men have to do this job. Women have to do this job. I grew up thinking this. Can you do this job? Uh, what's the job required? You lift 100 pounds and go up and down a ladder all day. Sure, I can do it. And if it's a chick, more power to her. If it's a dude, more power to him. Because you know what? I ain't doing the fucking job. Sorry. I'm not crawling with 100 pounds on my back. Up and down a fucking A-frame ladder for two and a half fucking stories for fucking ten dollars an hour.
3: It ain't happening. Oh, I mean that's why. We, like you know, there obviously there's issues in the system and all, but that's why I really like. I won't talk shit about cops. Like, I because I'm not, I'm not doing that. Like you know, yeah. You know, if you see cop gets out of you know, like example George Floyd, right? That guy murdered that dude. Okay. But yeah, general and cop. Like I ain't got no problem with cops. I'm not doing that. I'm not the. I'm not showing up to somebody's house where somebody's fucking hammered, possibly has a weapon on them, has been whooping on their old lady, they've been drinking for 12 fucking hours. I'm not running into that situation. Sorry. Yeah, this is how Someone has you. to.
4: This, this is how I know that you really, you ain't cut out to be a cop. What they won't tell you in polite society is, vast majority of the time you show up for a domestic disturbance, it's the woman beating on the man. And believe me, they think they're protected. That badge don't protect you in their mind. They will swing a... If you go in and try to break it up, they will turn on you in a heartbeat. And now you've got a fucking rabid cunt coming at you. What do you do? Well, guess what? Because if you, I'm
2: not doing that either.
4: If you do what you do, well, I'm just saying as I have friends that are police, I've had this conversation. I'm like, I'm cold cocking that bitch. I'm putting that bitch to Bob land night, 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 bitch. Sleep tight. I'll tuck her in. He's like, there's, there's your career.
3: There's your retirement, say, there's everything gone. Saying, Yeah, guess what? You can't. And he,
4: I'm like, yeah, but if it was a guy, he's like, if there's a guy, I'd beat the dog shit out of him right there with you. But you can't You can't do it to a woman. Yeah, okay. And women are the fiercest.
3: I'm not getting stabbed with a set of car keys. How
4: someone else do that? I mean, don't get me wrong. There are there are plenty of situations that they show up, and there's some dude like, she failed again. And she's got like, you know. Five lumps on her head just so happened to be the size of this guy's fist. That's a real.
3: That's that's no, pretty much about cut that. dry. No, I'm talking about like the OJ call. Reese screaming at her and she's locked in the fucking. I'm not showing up to that. Fuck that, dude. It's, it, Keith's you Keith's stick while the kids is in the house.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a Brentwood handshake. <laughs> right? That's how she introduced herself to you, you idiot. I, yeah. You think you're the first dick that's been in her mouth? But, uh, dude, it's a mindset, and this is what's so If you don't have this mindset, I'd rather you never dip your toe in this career field. Because people who go in, it's like joining the military. You know, there's a reason that in World War II, Korea, Vietnam, so many people, because we had the draft, compulsory military service, you have to serve or go to prison. That was your choice, unless you could get out of it somehow.
3: If If you can get labeled 4F, you could walk. And wasn't it really the poverty draft, too? Shocking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Shocking. All the people that got drafted were lower income.
4: But, I mean, there's a reason that so many of those guys didn't fire in their first combat, their live combat experience. They froze up. They didn't want to be there. They didn't have the mindset to do what they had to fucking do. And then you have the guys who go complete in the opposite direction, who lose their shit and get off on some fucking apocalypse. Now necklace of, ear,
2: get of, of, of
4: ears yeah. they've cut off and shit. Yeah, you know, nowadays, dude, people think it's just, you just walk into a recruiter station and go, huh, I eat crayons, and I love my country, and, and Toby Keith, where do I sign? It ain't like that, dude. There's psych testing, there's, you got your ASVAB, you, I, I, when did you take your ASVAB? Then guess what? You get to take one again. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, dude, you, the packet of shit for you to fill out, they want you to list every place you've lived in your entire life up to that point and provide, you provide, not give them a name they go look up, you provide the name and contact info of someone who's not a family member who can confirm that you live there, a.k.a. a neighbor. Like, it is not, and oh, and by the way, you can get in and still get bounced out on a medical because you got too bad of teeth, uh, 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 you know, something that they, they got by in the MEP screening, medical enlistment processing. If you get by that, they'll find it when you get to Paris Island. They'll find it when you get to wherever you go in the boot camp at. Trust me, that's what they're there for, to weed those people out. You want people who have a certain mindset. You To be a cop, to be a, to be in the military, you have to have a certain mindset. And once you don't have it anymore, get the fuck out of that job. Because now you're just a danger to yourself and everybody else. And that's the sad part. And by the way, by not having it, once again, it could go either way. You could freeze or you could go fucking loco. Just fucking, you know, just go full on Punisher. Either one, no good. You need to be very even keeled. You need to be able, you need to be Dalton in Roadhouse. Being called a cocksucker ain't personal. It's two words put together to elicit a specific response. Oh, this calls my mother a whore. Is she? Like, you better have a zen fucking approach to that shit. Like, let shit slide off your back. Believe me, dude. Oh, God. I want so bad to get one of my friends that are a police on this fucking show. But they won't touch this show with a 10-foot pole while they're still fucking active duty. And I don't blame them. Because if they got on here and and they said something and the wrong person heard it, that's their pension. Gone. Yeah. And what a lot of people don't understand is they don't pay into Social Security because they don't get Social Security. They get their pension. That's why when a cop is when when a cop really fucks up, what's the first thing you hear when when the, when the punishment comes down? They took his pension. That motherfucker will work to the day he dies. Pretty much what they're saying, unless he's he knows somebody and can get into a company and he's still young enough to 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 get up a nest egg for retirement. So I mean, it. Hey, anybody think about being a cop? You got any doubts? Do us all and yourself a favor. Don't. Don't join the military, don't be a cop. Buy a Call of Duty game. Buy a Grand Theft Auto game. Have you take out your shit that way. Well, anyways, all right, so we've lost Earl. So you said you want to get into this CDC thing. What's your take on this, on the CDC situation, and what they've come out with in the last week or so?
3: If this came from Donald Trump's CDC, how much, I mean, I guess we have been hearing hand-wringing from people in general, but I mean, the hand-wringing, the pearl-clutching, Because it really, it really seems, I mean, we are both proponents of the scientific method. We are both constantly reminding Earl, who is not here, that it really is fuck around and find out. But it seems the CDC is being guided by commerce instead of science with their latest COVID guidelines. Because, I mean, instead of leading with, hey, we found research that says this, this, and that. And I can tell you my COVID experience backs up their new guidelines by day five. You know, spring was back in my step. You know, I was feeling back to normal and all that, but they lead with essentially they don't want to have a healthcare worker shortage. So we're shortening the guidelines. And it just makes me go, well, first question is, what's the difference between someone who works healthcare and me? Do we have different immune systems. We joked about it on the Weedsman. What, as soon as you're hired in healthcare, like the first night, do you have like a Peter Parker experience? Like you're up all night, cold sweats. You get abs, because <laughs> you know, your immune system's changing. Oh, I'm a healthcare worker now. Got a really
4: hot ant that you need to send my way. Yeah. At least the new, the new Spider-Man.
3: So just it seems like yeah. So they, they lead with we don't want to. So, so yeah. My question is to the CDC: What the fuck? Is it commerce or is it science? We've been your side, blue ties. You've been screaming for two years. Follow the science. Follow the science. You're not presenting this as follow the science, you know. And even to it, a state like California, California, Cal- it might as well just be a blue tie on a map. A- asymptomatic people don't have to quarantine, so you can go to work with the virus. And and, and and what is L.A. still locked down in California? Like, see, you know what this tells me. I, and I, I once again, I,
4: maybe other people get to this like five, ten fucking time, you know, minutes after the. The conversation this is where my mind immediately went uh you really think any of these people give a fuck about you give a fuck about the your finances give a fuck about your health or your welfare you really fucking think that because let me tell you something you know who cares about another human being truly a parent and and any parent worth a shit who loves their kid would not put their kid in a no-win situation where if they really fucking roll craps they die that's that's that is a very fucking real outcome that could happen they would just go no no these are not your parents these are politicians these are flawed human beings just like you stop worshiping them stop having faith in them like there's some sort of god or deity they're not i mean i don't don't they're making it up as they go folks best they fucking can and in some cases, the most they can get out of a system, that's all they care about. It ain't even about trying to do the best they can. It's about how can I profit off this Cuomo looking at you, cocksucker.
3: We have been led to believe that the CDC is a collection of doctors that is essentially looking out for public health. And, and uh, I'll tell you, We've had two different administration CDCs, during this pandemic. Not really been a fan of either of them. Not, not really sure they know what the fuck they're talking about. And I know, trust I am not a doctor, Chris, here talking to you, saying this, but you know I've been led to believe that we're you know, these people are looking at they're just they're supposed to be apolitical. They're just here to make sure we all don't get sick, and just yeah, just from both administrations, CDCs, just a couple of moments from going, huh.
4: Well, okay, first let's back up the train for a second. They're supposed to be apolitical. That's a laugh. Okay, this is what you know, all those conspiracy theorists have been warned, you know, quote unquote, air quotes around that big time, uh, have been have been saying like, hey, you know what's going on in higher education? Do you know the bullshit that they're fucking shoving into people's heads in higher education? Oh, that'll never spread to the real world. Oh, no, that's just dude. The personal is political. That is one of the tenants. That is like. It, that is like the first commandment of Woke Flakes 101. The personal is political. Once you do that, you cannot separate the persons from their politics. And these are academics who are steeped in this bullshit. And this just should show everybody that STEM and the medical field aren't immune to the nonsense that the long fucking march through the universities has produced in this country. I mean, seriously. like They're not apolitical. I mean, first of all, Fauci's been in there since, what, Reagan? Yeah, Fauci He's ain't been new. That, that motherfucker was around when they were calling it gay cancer, okay? Think about that. Freddie Mercury, gone from AIDS, okay? This cocksucker, still around, okay? He's starting to get the picture now. He found a way to work up and hit the glass ceiling and just maximize his profit in his bullshit in that position, without drawing too much political heat upon himself, this fell into his lap. All his fucking all his little dark corners of his bullshit has now his getting light shown on it, and people are flipping the fuck out. This is what this is what bureaucracy and perpetuity gets you. How much more proof do you fucking need to understand? Stop voting for these fucking cocksuckers. You got to try. I said it back when Trump was elected. I kind of respect the idea of, man, we're just trying something new. Because this shit, this shit ain't working. I was like, yeah, you know what? I kind of respect the the, the outlook. But, I mean, there's much better candidates than Donald Trump. Come yeah. the fuck on, dude. We thought. Like, seriously? Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.
1: And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at JoinMIDI.com.
5: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh?
5: Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChubbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com No necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.
4: So, I mean, I, but dude, I, this, is, this is what, and all you big government people, more of this. This is what you'll get. And it will only get more convoluted and only get more bureaucratic and only get worse. It's never going to get easier, folks. It's not. I mean, you want, deal with the government when you don't owe them money. And watch how slow they are about everything. And watch how much bullshit they push around because they're just, they're in, it's like they're fired if they say the
3: words, I don't know. I am still waiting on unemployment from the end of 2020. I had to verify my ID fucking three months ago. I'm still waiting. Trust me, when I owed them $13,000, they found me in less than 12 weeks. Oh, yeah. When they Absolutely. When they figured out they had overpaid me in 2020, I filed in... Uh, March uh, by the uh, oh I'm sorry 16 weeks by the middle of October I'm getting phone calls going uh hey uh, uh you owe us a bunch of money flash forward two fucking years later they still owe me unemployment from the end of 2020 so yeah exactly when when they owe you they're su- they're swift and efficient when you owe or, 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 or when you owe them pardon me they're swift and efficient when they owe you fucking and let me ask you a question like throwing sand you know- into your engine block in In
4: what business could you that be your business model and you
3: succeed and stay propped that's, up i mean that's why when everyone screams about socialism I just wasn't like go to the DMV just do your taxes deal with the electric company that's what that's socialism I understand like it's trust me there's other there, there are tenants of it I agree with on on You know, on certain philosophies, but I'm saying in execution, that's what it will be. When you get no competition, that's what that's what you get. There is no other competition. There is. Are you going to go to the other IRS? You're going to go to the other unemployment agency? You're going to go to the other DMV? Well, I,
4: dude, the CDC isn't going anywhere.
3: I mean, that's just all there is to it. And
4: let's be honest, Fauci's been in there going on fucking what forty years. He's got. He's had almost four. Fuck it. Here, I'll shave 10 off. 30 years. If you were entrenched in an industry for 30 years, how and, and you were the type of person who was morally flexible, let's put, it. let's put it that way, when it comes to how you get money and get paid, how many inroads into fucking crooked-ass bullshit and grifts do you think you can get into in 30 years? A
3: few, especially in a high level of government like that, where there's so much money flying around. There's things like lobbies. Dude, he's seen seven presidents. Mm-hmm. Reagan, Bush, Clinton, uh, Bush. It's like a Supreme Court. Bombs. It's like a Supreme Court justice for yeah. life
4: apparently, or 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 until they resign. Which I mean, like, dude, a guy like Fauci. dude, Here's uh, There's so much shit that isn't even reported that I don't even want to get into about Fauci and and the CDC. But it's just like or it's it it is reported it's under it's it's very underreported that's a subject I'll wait for Earl to get back on because that's something you and him butt heads about and I'm like you're both right but you're both fucking digging your heels in like assholes shut up and listen to each other for a second because you're both right but it is underreported but I mean he had his fingers in fucking gain of function research and this and that and he was making moves based on his stock portfolio and how his fucking Uh, a portfolio was looking and it's like does no one see is this i can't even take a pad of paper from work without being threatened with anal rape in prison this motherfucker's fleecing the american people for this fucking long and putting us on top of it worse than fleecing us i guess putting us at risk with his questionable fucking ways and means of doing shit i mean yeah i get it our government if you don't think our government has like a lab somewhere with every horrible fucking thing we've ever disease, virus, whatever we've ever found on this planet, locked up in there, and they're not looking for ways to cure it, make, weaponize it, make a profit off of it, you haven't been paying attention. This is what we do in this fucking world. Everything's got a dollar sign on it. You want it this way? This is what happens. So why or why do we act like, oh, no, he's above reproach? No, no, big money won't, money won't sway him in his opinion. He's a scientist. Are you fucking serious? My friend Doc, when I talked to him about this shit, the quote that stuck out to me the most about funding was, y- you know, the problem with government funding is there's never enough of it. But the problem with with private funding is you're told from the out from the onset when they hand you the check, what's your fucking results? Will oh, be. yeah. And I'm just like, really? OK. All right.
3: I just sent you a story in the chat it's from the Wall Street Journal, October of last year. Uh, uh, unlearned lessons or unlearned AIDS lessons for COVID. Uh, and it's basically talking about that the CDC uh, did not agree with the messaging that was going out about AIDS and that they should have been focusing on two two groups. Can you guess who?
4: Intervenious drug users and homosexuals. Yes, Uh, but
3: instead, uh, let me find it here. Uh, The CDC's own er, epidemiologists objected to this message, arguing that resources should be focused on those at risk, uh, as the journal reported in 1996. But they were overruled by superiors who decided on the advice of marketing consultants. That presenting AIDS as a universal threat was the best way to win attention and funding. By those measures, the campaign succeeded. Polls showed that Americans became terrified of being infected for funding, and funding for AIDS prevention surged. Much of it squandered on measures to protect heterosexuals. So they, I mean, right.
4: I mean, dude, we lived through it. It's not something in a history book for us. Okay, I know there's a lot of younger folks that like don't remember. I was in grade school. I mean, I, second, third grade, and they and they had a. Special assembly about AIDS, and they're telling us like sex will kill you.
3: Oh yeah, not may, not might, will. You know how petrified I was the first time I had sex without a rubber? I was like, oh, this is it. It's so And and a podcast I listened to brought it up the other day too. And just to make sure that kids were scared, they brought out they trotted out Ryan White for us. Hey, by the way, kids, no, I was, you can get AIDS too. I was gonna say, well, also
4: kids g- garner the most sympathy. And that's what it, that's what it really was. It was, there was a lot of fucking like, oh, it's killing queers and, and, and junkies. I don't give a fuck. You know, Joe six pack type fucking take on the, on, you know, hot take on the shit. And it was like, yeah, well, this kid is like, what? He was eight, nine. He was a hemophiliac. He cut himself. He needed a blood transfusion. He got the blood transfusion yeah. and, and he got AIDS. He didn't even get HIV, if I remember correctly. That blood had full-blown fucking AIDS. Not the Magic Johnson shit either. Yeah. I was living in Florida when that shit was going on. And ironically, for as much shit as we give Florida, and rightfully so in a lot of cases, like a lot of the scaremongering towards kids, and, and I lived in three separate states as a kid, it stopped first. And the facts started being presented in Florida because I was being told up here after I moved back to Michigan from Florida as a kid that, like, if a mosquito bites someone with AIDS and then bites you, you can get AIDS. If you sit on a toilet seat, yeah, if you sit on a toilet seat to someone uh, pissed or, or got shit on who has AIDS, you can get AIDS. Not if they have an open wound and it touches the surface and then they immediately get up and you immediately sit down with an open wound and it mixes in... You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's do you, like, we now understand so much more about that disease that we didn't then. Yeah, yeah, me- and what I'm saying sounds like scare t- Mon Green, remember, But that's the shit they taught us.
3: Remember being able to hear a pin drop when Magic Johnson cut himself during the Olympic game? Oh, yeah. And oh, arena was like, oh, the, the AIDS is out on the court. Oh, no. And, you know, like, I know you're not a movie guy, but you,
4: you, you have to be aware that there was a movie called Rocky Five with a guy named... Tommy Morrison. Oh yeah, John Wayne's John Wayne's nephew. Yeah, before he died, he was a fighter. He was HIV positive. He got cut in the ring. I, if I remember, if I'm, if memory serves me correctly, they were like, <laughs> it "Fight's over with." Like we don't give a fuck how much money's on the line. We don't care how much Vegas is is, is, is got going on this. He's bleeding.
3: I'm not dying for what you're paying me. So you think, I mean, I you think to- Tommy was probably that, what that was the '90s, by the way. It's probably from the intervenus, right? Probably from the... Uh, probably shooting steroids, it, getting it that way. Maybe, or 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 just ungodly amounts of unprotected
4: sex. I mean, it's it's hard for a guy with, with to catch AIDS from a woman, but it's not impossible.
3: I mean, well, that article does state that they have they admitted that getting it from vaginal intercourse or intercourse like extremely low.
4: Oh no, most of it is from anal sex. It's yeah. from butt fucking because. I mean, I don't care how. I mean, I get. Well, no, I can't say I don't care. I guess if a guy's like a micro dick and you've got like, you're you, like, you take fist in the ass, maybe he could fuck you in the ass without any type of like small tears or anything happening. But if he's bigger than average. And and whoever's on the receiving end is 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 anxious and clenched up. Yeah, there could be there there could be some some tearing and some blood and, and, and some body fluids beyond seminal fluid and shit hey, ex- well, being exchanged. So
3: we're on the subject. Easy E. A oh, butt fucking. <laughs> Easy E. Uh-huh. Gay heroin or fucked a hood rat. Like oh, man. I think he was it was a working yeah. girl. I, I
4: I I think he went raw up in some fucking some chicken heads ass. Like I'm dead serious, like in her ass, I think he was dropping fucking loads in chicks fucking back doors because he never seen a bitch shit out a baby and the I possibly. always
3: thought it was maybe Eric Wright liked the fellas
4: i mean i I guess it's possible. I've never really heard anything like that, I mean, besides when like all the rap beef with them guys was and, going and, on and, but and guys, they were all calling each other gay during that shit, but you so also i mean
3: a- too it's and and I know it's 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 super cliche, but it's cliche for a reason. Just the overtly heterosexual gentleman? It's usually covering for something? I mean, I like fucking, but I don't talk about it all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... I guess. I mean, I don't know.
4: Dude, you know what? There's a lot more fucking freaks out there than we fucking knew, than we we ever knew about growing up. I mean, nowadays, like, I kind of understand why sex is, like, dipped with the younger generations. Because the minute they get a smartphone, they've seen it all within a month. I mean, I, I've had a 10-year-old sit there and talk about cock and ball torture with me, and he's an expert on it. Huh. And, like, to the point where I looked at him and said, I'm no longer having this conversation because of possible legal ramifications. We're done. Like, stop talking about this yeah, with me.
3: You're 10. Shut but up.
4: Shut fuck- up. Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with you and your parents?
3: Okay, narc. No, officer. I do not know anything about this. But I mean, it's like, I I get it, man.
4: And you got to imagine being a freak back in the day, man. uh, uh, (sighs) Me so horny, pop that pussy, wop wet ass pussy. uh, Those were, you know.
3: I mean, you bring that up. Wouldn't surprise me if Luther was gay.
4: 10, 20 years in the future. (laughs) He was, wasn't he? (laughs) Luther Campbell? Oh, I thought you meant Luther Vandross. No, that oh, wouldn't yeah, surprise me either. No, no. Oh no, he. Oh no, he's been gay. Well, he's dead, but he he was yeah. It, oh, I didn't know that. He was yeah, he was gay. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like and it, not not like not like the black community was rumored. It, it, like like Paul Mooney, there was always a rumor that Paul Mooney was gay. And the first time I heard it, it was from one of my friends who was black, and I was like, Mooney for real? they are like oh. Yeah, he done a and then said the word we can't say anymore. And I was like, really? And I'm just thinking, like, maybe he was just bi. It was the 70s, and they were on a lot of cocaine. And, man, I've seen some bitches do some horrendous shit for a couple lines. So if you're a coke fiend, I imagine maybe, and it's the 70s, Studio 54, maybe you did run up in
3: a dude one time. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> it was called the swing in 70s. I mean, dude, I AIDS
4: come out the 70s for all the free love and shit in the 60s. What was it, the drip, chlamydia? That was about the worst to come out. Syphilis, that's for life. Maybe that, you know what I'm saying? Like, And in the 70s, they were like, hey, we got poppers to loosen up our sphincters, and, and, and we're going to have orgies and bathhouses. And nature was like, huh. <laughs> Yeah, try this on for size. Here, here's,
3: here's one you ain't going to shake off with a penicillin shot, motherfucker. But, <clears throat> Adam Carolla always says the best time to be alive was uh, mid-coke pre-AIDS. I'm
4: starting to believe best time to be alive was before they stopped making fucking Quaaludes. But that's just me. Yeah,
2: that's
3: Apparently about, those things were, right. were yeah. the shit. It's about the same about time the period. 81. I believe yeah. <laughs> Quaaludes didn't come. I didn't believe Quaaludes didn't see the 80s. I remember hearing something. They stopped making them in like 82 or something like that. Yeah, it was, I think it was like eighty-one.
4: Like worldwide, they stopped making them. So if you got any let, past let, eighty-one, let, you're old.
3: Unless you're Bill Cosby, somehow. Well, he was still getting. Well,
4: I—that's it. because you got bathtub fucking chemists, dude. Same way we got ecstasy in the two thousands and nineties. True. <laughs> let's be honest, he was cooked up in somebody's bathtub in an apartment complex. Made somewhere. in the van at the venue. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder. Right. Which is which leads us back to COVID. People are like, are you taking that shot? I don't know what's in it. Well, you can look up what's in it. Yeah, yeah, and I've then they'll go hit a cigarette. with you in Detroit. Yeah. Well, no, no. I've, I've been to enough parties with you in Detroit back in the day. Motherfucker, you weren't asking what was in the shit you were shoving in your body. So now all of a sudden, you can, your body's a temple? Okay.
3: I, I find it hilarious you use that example because no, Drew was saying a couple shows ago, like this week... He's like, somebody was saying that about the show. I don't know what's in it. He's like, and then they started to tell me a story about them taking ecstasy the previous weekend. It's like, okay, your body's a temple, huh? But no, yeah, but we talked about it on the show, too. I don't know what's in there. And then they're hitting the Marlboro, got their hand in a bag of Doritos, and they had Taco Bell for dinner. Okay, You're, you're, you're worried about what you put in your body, huh? I feel personally attacked by this very relatable content. No, because you do not say these things. <laughs> you might know. live that lifestyle. <laughs> but you but you're not going, I'm not getting a shot. I don't know what I'm putting in my body. No, you're not one of those guys. I also may no. live this lifestyle as well, just not with the cigarette anymore. I will I will be I will be dead honest with you. Uh
4: I planned on getting vaccinated before I had COVID. A uh move I guess that's a polite way of saying that that I wasn't exactly planning on doing was like, it came to happen, it came to pass. And it kind of threw everything into into upheaval. And I moved into the place where I'm at now and literally a week later was on my back fucking gasping for air. Like I didn't even have a chance to fucking unpack fully and and get to my computer and look up where do I get a vaccine, a COVID vaccine at. So after I got over the shit is when I got vaccinated. And to be honest with you, if I was 20, and I was in the shape I was in at 20, and I was 20 right now, I don't know if I'd take the vaccine. And it is the reason I say that, I don't know any 20-year-olds have been in the hospital for the shit without, like, severe pre-existing conditions. And at 20, I was in damn good shape. I mean, like, best shape I've ever been in my life that was before you even met me. That was when I was trying to join the Marines and was in delayed entry program for, like, fucking nine months and dropped 60 pounds and fucking like you know got in shape shape was eating healthy and shit
3: pulling up your shirt you're like see that right there that's
4: an ab but i mean i like no dude i look i one of the things about covid that i thought would, would 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 happen It's not going to happen. And it's just people's insistence on being ignorant and doing whatever the fuck they want and without criticism, even, like, concerned or constructive criticism. Like, I'm worried about you. Do you think maybe you should slow down? Maybe mix in a salad once in a while? Something like that. Dude, how many fucking comorbidities for COVID that puts people in the hospital or kills them is due to weight-related issues?
3: We can't do... We're not. You're not being body positive, Rich. Just it's, okay. Well, you know what? You would bring have, it. Take it up with whoever
4: fucking whatever whoever you believe designed this shit. Take it up with them. Stop
3: killing the messenger for telling you the facts. We didn't make shit this way. It just is this way. But that's one thing Aaron keeps. You know, will bring up on the Weedsman too. It's. And we were talking about it, and I've read a, a critique on, you know how how Biden, you know, has. Has bungled this as well because I mean, you know, what were we hearing? He was going to get rid of the virus, right? He was going to eradicate this. And that. he's putting all of his eggs into the vaccine basket instead, you know, instead of it should be like an investment portfolio, right? You should be diversifying, like, hey, a little bit of vaccine here. Uh, maybe talk about what we're talking about. Hey, uh, maybe uh, if you're overweight, drop a few pounds, make sure you're in decent shape. So if you get this, it doesn't. You know, and it's, and it's casting aspersions on other form of treatment, right? You bring up ivermectin, you're taking horse dewormer. You know, you bring up hydrochloroquine, you're talking about, you know, all you think about is the idiots drinking fish tank cleaner. You know, and, and, and instead of, you know, there's more than one way to do something. And that's also with medicine as well. I mean, there's, there are several things where there are more than, there's more than one way to treat them. And apparently with COVID, we just think, oh, it's vaccine or bust. And that's, I think that's a very foolish way to think
4: this, this, wow, my phone just went nuts. If this is your first podcast and you need to put your phone on silent, press one. I'm sorry. Give me a sec here. Um, yeah, this shit, we did it. We did an episode on regimented one time and, and for whatever reason you weren't there and it was just Aaron and I, and it's before COVID. And somehow we got on the subject of like some celebrity started losing weight, some celebrity chick and, yeah. People flipped out and was like, you know, why are you losing weight? You're letting peer pressure get to you. You're beautiful as are you're healthy at any size. And I was like, no, there's no, that is not a thing. That is something fat bitches. Yes. And I will fucking die on this hill. It's mostly bitches. Who, and I don't mean bitches being gender neutral either. I mean, literally females are fat who fucking say that shit to make themselves feel good and here's the rub they still don't feel good about themselves that's why they got to try to force you to say the shit that's how so people who are truly secure don't tell you every five fucking seconds how secure they are any man who has to or woman who has to say i am in charge ain't in charge of shit period end of fucking story anybody who walks around telling you how strong and independent they are Ain't strong and independent. So why are we shocked when healthy at any size? This is the end result. More denial of reality because, well, that hurts my feelings. Well, you know what's going to hurt your feelings a lot worse? Being put on a ventilator, isolated from your family because they can't come into the COVID unit, knowing that there's a what? A coin flip, a 50-50 chance you will not come off that ventilator. You will not wake up. You've said, if you die on that ventilator, you've said your last goodbyes to everybody except for the complete strangers around you taking care of you. How your feelings doing now, you stupid fucking cunt. How your feelings doing now, fat bitch? You still you still healthy at any size? And I'm a fat ass. You're absolutely fucking right. But you know what my fat ass did? Lost 40 fucking pounds during the fucking lockdown. That's what the fuck I did. Okay. Everybody else got fatter. I got skinnier. Kiss my fucking. Not as wide ass now. How about that? Like, it's just, it's, it, dude, you know, your father, you've shared on this show and unregimented the struggles of, you know, got people in your family with weight. You got to watch your weight. You're the mo- you're, dude, you are one of the most, like, I've never met anyone who ain't diabetic or, like, have celiac disease who pays attention to their diet like you. Like, you are on that shit. You're like, no, no, because I know what. What's funny well, is how I get- eat, but I just, you got to pick your spots. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, you will go out of the way. Me, I'm just like, man, fuck all that. Top of that, poverty. What's the cheapest you got? Uh, Two McDoubles for $3. Give it to me.
3: But I'll It'll get fill that. You'll me fucking up. I'll get that, but that'll be like, but, dude, but two McDoubles, I can tell you right now, that's 780 calories. That's a meal. Boom, done. That's oh, lunch. Yeah. That's it. Di- like, that's. I'll, 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 I still eat like shit. I just, there's a. 2,000 calorie diet day. If, you want it just every meal's got to be six, 700 calories. It can be whatever the fuck you want. But, too, I also, I do try to avoid the bread and the sugar. Anything refined, the refined flour, the refined sugar, that shit is poison for you. I mean, that shit, that is what makes you fat. Oh, look, man, I, you know... Hufford beer is delicious. I,
4: <laughs> uh, I do have sympathy and... and- and empathy and compassion for people who and anyone who goes, you can't get addicted to food they've never been either they're addicted to something that's socially acceptable so they've never had to fucking feel the shame of being addicted to something or they're hypocritical cocksuckers who need to have the shit slapped out of them because they're hiding their fucking addictions from you well you physically
3: can like your body like sugar makes your body want more sugar
4: oh dude my stepmother health nut okay well health nut for her generation we'll put it that way um and and for being southern which if if you know about southern cooking you know it's hard to be a health nut but she does a good job of it but she'll tell you right off the bat if you don't let me get my coffee and i don't get my caffeine she gets massive migraines like i've seen people come off of smoking uh, cigarettes, and people kicking heroin who were more pleasant to be around than my stepmother without her fucking coffee.
3: My mom will drink a cup of coffee before she goes to bed. Yes!
4: Yes, that's what it, that's what I'm talking about. Alright? And my entire life, whenever I did something that she didn't like, she'd sit right there with her fucking mug and her endless pot of coffee sip. That's bad habit you got there. Sip. You know, if you're addicted to something, it's got control over you. You don't have control over it. Sip, and I'm just like we all have our something. I'm not. I'm not. I I don't like have zero compassion for people like that. Like I'm a fucking. I'm. I you know. I'm a drunk. I, I'm not an alcoholic. Cause I don't go to meetings. Cause I don't. You know. I'm not gonna. I don't believe I can pray my fucking drunkenness away. So AA's that's off the list. But I don't fucking. I don't drink anymore. And no, it's not a joke. There's no or any less coming. And it's, you know, I get it. I understand what it's like. But at the same time, I was doing that to myself. I knew I was doing that to myself. And this is the difference between me and a lot of people I've known in my life who've been addicted to something. I didn't blame my addiction on anyone but myself. No one's putting that drink to my lips and making me take it. It's not how it works. I was doing it. I knew the risk associated with what I was doing. And believe me. In a lot of ways, I've paid and then summed the price for the decisions I made. And I still have the health issues to look forward to. So I'm speaking as one of y'all. There ain't no such thing as healthy at any fucking size. Hey,
3: not trying to get all Dr. Phil on you, but one could argue that perhaps it's since you admitted that you were the one that was the cause of it, that put you in the headspace for you to go... Dude, I can't do this shit anymore.
4: Without getting too deep into it, I had a friend who contacted me. This is exactly what it was. It was, it was, a, it was a, an aggregate of things all, all put together. But the final thing that clicked, I think, in my head that made me go, I got to stop this. This is ridiculous. And I can stop. Was I had a friend who's in his 40s who contacted me. And this is a friend who, besides smoking cigarettes and maybe pussy, I've never really known him to be addicted to anything. He's never been a big drinker. He's not been a big weed smoker. He doesn't take drugs, none of that shit. And he called me and was like, I tried heroin. And I was like, dude, you are in your fucking 40s. Why the fuck do you wait till the movie's almost over to start that shit? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, dude, do you understand that like the will it takes to be an addict, to get up every day and push through the pain of the day until you can get your drug of choice? And it hit me, this person, as much as I'm his friend, he didn't have the will to be an addict. He'd be one of those people who, the the first fucking bout of massive depression that comes with addiction, he'd throw the towel in one way or the other. And that's when I thought, well, wait a minute. Now, why do I think that? Because I know what it's like waking up. And the first 15 minutes I'm waking up and I feel like I've had a stroke cause I'm so hung over from the night before. And I reach over and I grab a warm beer and I crack it open and I slam it. Then 10 minutes later, I'm in the bathroom puking my fucking, the beer I just drank up. Plus my my, my stomach lining and all that bullshit or not my stomach lining, but stomach acid because I haven't eaten in two days or eight in two days. And it's just to start a normal fucking day. That's not even I drank hard the night before. This is what happens when you drink every day. You wake up, you get sick, you either puke or dry heave for a good 10, 15 minutes Every day. That's the start of your day. That's it. And do you understand? I did that for two fucking years. I drank every day. Do you understand how much that took out of me? How much it, I had to force myself to do shit? And that's when I realized if I got the will to do that, I got the will to go, I'm not doing this shit anymore. And then, like someone, it, it flipped a switch in my head. Like you said, I, 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 Super Bowl last year. Tampa's in it. That's my team. And I'm sitting there and I'm forcing myself to finish the beer I have in my hand. And I've had it in my hand for 45 minutes. Dude, in 45 minutes, I can kill a six-pack sitting down easy. Please don't doubt me because I'll put you in contact, people who've watched me do it. Like, I, And I'm just like, I can't even get through a beer now. It's like i
3: Can't do I a half to, hour. Th- pussy. Yeah, all
4: no, right. Uh, but, you see, that's that's who I was hanging out with when I was doing that right. shit. Come on!
3: Trust me, yeah. <laughs> but, it's a few friends <laughs> I don't hang out with anymore and they they it sounds like they would have gotten along with those people that you hung out with.
4: But I mean it's it's it, it is it's something clicks in your head and i was thinking you know hey look you i'm not saying you gotta be a fucking size two model i'm not saying you gotta walk around looking like brad pitt and fight club what i'm saying though is if you can drop fucking 40 pounds and then you have a dad bod might want to look into giving that a shot
3: you might want to i'm just saying you being okay with being big doesn't make being big okay for your body your orga- exactly your organs are all working harder your heart is pumping extra harder your liver's doing extra liver whatever liver you know no, you know your kidneys are, are are working harder everything's working harder not only that but let's say you're one of you like you rolled a natural
4: 20 and you're one of those people who just you got organs made of fucking titanium they can just take a beating and keep on fucking ticking timex organs okay you didn't think about your joints. You didn't think about your knees giving out on you. Yeah. You didn't think about your back giving out on you. You didn't think about the damage it's going to do to your back. You didn't think about adult onset scoliosis from the weight you're carrying around in your gut, pulling your back in an unnatural position, about, fucking up how you sit, walk, stand, sleep, everything.
3: How about developing diabetes?
4: How about that? Well, I'm just, I'm just saying, just, just take all the fucking. The usual shit out of it, this is the shit that no one fucking talks about. Like, everyone talks about diabetes. Everyone talks about fucking heart attack and stroke. And, you know, like, you know, now with COVID, you know, if you catch the vid, if you got the woo flu, it's going to fuck you up. You're overweight. You got other pre-existing conditions. But it's like, okay, what if you're, if you're, if you are a fucking unicorn and you can abuse your body and all those things are fine, there's a whole new set of things that could go wrong that you haven't even thought about yet. And believe me, it's no fun waking up and your body just goes, we're not doing that today. Like all my friends who work in in, in, in physically demanding fields, they're getting to that age where they've had that moment where they throw that fucking load of, of shingles on their shoulder and they go to go up the ladder like they've done a billion times before. And they go to they, they step one foot on the ladder and they go to push up And their leg just stops because it's like, no, there's nothing more to give. Everything else is going on in their head. Like every other time they've done this and their body goes, no, it's not happening. When that happens to you, it's a very humbling experience because we all have this this idea that we're not supermen, that, you know, but it's. It's like death when you're a kid. You know that everybody dies, but like it's not really going to happen to you, right?
2: Yeah.
4: Right? Like You're invincible, right? No. This is you're closer to the end of your fucking life than you are the beginning. And this is what's going to happen, and it's only going to get worse. End of story. And when that shit starts happening, and you're sitting in a doctor's office, and you're looking at a doctor, I can't tell you what's better. One who has sympathy for you and goes... Yeah, you made a bunch of bad decisions and it got you to this point, but you can make the time you have left a lot better if you change your life. Or one who just looks at you and goes, "Did it to yourself, the fuck you want from me, sympathy? I don't know which one is better. And I guess it's a case-by-case basis. But you don't want to have that conversation with your doctor in your late 30s, early 40s. Because let me tell you something. That ain't a fun conversation to have. It ain't. It just It is not. Period. End of fucking story. And this... This, this mindset of, well, I'm big and I'm beautiful. Okay, yeah, we get it. Guys will fuck anything. They'll fuck a catcher's mitt if they're in prison long enough. We understand, all right? And some guys, yeah, they got a predilection for big bitches. Okay, congratulations. Wonderful. Uh, What are you going to do when they're chopping fucking body parts off due to diabetes? Wait. You think he's going to want to fuck you then? Are you going to be so ultra fuckable at the bar at 2 a.m.? You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, what the fuck more do you need to see? And the amount of people who just are in denial about this shit blows my fucking mind. And I do put some of it at the feet of the medical community. Look, you are a doctor. Your job as a doctor is to give it to them straight, no chaser. Now, if they decide to make a bad decision after you've informed them of the consequences of going down the road that they're currently going down. So fucking be it, dude. You can't save everybody. But there's a lot of doctors out there who are just chicken shit and they won't tell people this ain't fucking healthy. Well, I'm a big beautiful, I'm a BBW. I'm a big beautiful woman, you know? That be that as it may, you're a big beautiful woman with 425 uh
3: glucose. Yeah. High cholesterol, high yeah, hypertension. your kidneys are
4: sh- your kidneys have shut down there big beautiful woman i uh, you going to get a lot of dick at the fucking
3: dialysis clinic is that what you think is going to happen you have a big beautiful enlarged heart i mean and it, it
4: dude i i'm i'm a disgusting fat body myself i understand it's hard it ain't easy and it ain't easy when you really don't have anything worth fucking fighting to live for i get that i understand that but i mean if you need any motivation, there's something out there that if you have any respiratory, any fucking heart condition, diabetes, and you get COVID, you just, I mean, like, halved your chances of getting out of it f- basically free and clear. And we don't, we still don't know the long term effects of this shit. We still don't. We're starting to find out now. I heard a term used for the first time on the news the other day. Uh listening to the radio because it's the hostage situation. Um that I haven't heard in about a year, and that's long COVID. Remember when that was brought up a couple about a year ago? And the it was long like, haulers? You know, yeah, the, no, the long COVID, the people who yeah. have who you know, what about the long term effects? And then all of a sudden it just went the fuck away because we had to lose our mind because two old white men are running for fucking office. And and all of a sudden that wasn't important anymore. Well now it's being brought back up again for whatever reason. And they're talking about the shit they're finding is like long-term, long damage, long-term heart damage, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Respiratory problems that haven't gotten better and haven't stayed static—they've actually progressed and gotten worse. Well, if that's the fucking case, maybe it's time for you to fucking—I don't know—hop on a treadmill, ride a fucking stationary bike for a couple miles, something.
3: Start I, small. I don't know. Park far away at Walmart. My well, ex, I can tell you my ex-wife used to hate that, and I said, "I got to get it in where I can, man. I can't fucking like I tell like I, I loved my dad. I wanted to be like him in every way, but one. The man was three bills my entire adult life, and he's five six. I guarantee you that shit killed him. You know, you got to get it in. Where, yeah, you know what? A park. It it might not seem like something, but if I do it every fucking time, it adds up. Yeah, and I mean, I
4: believe me." When you get to the point where you can't take that fucking walk, for whatever reason, you're going to wish you could take that fucking walk.
3: I mean, dude, when we were little, didn't it seem like the Rascals, you had to have the handicap card? You had to have a handicap placard for you to be using the Rascal anywhere? Let's just see, motherfuckers at Walmart or Meyer or wherever, just, I don't want to walk. And they're on the Rascal. You just tell, oh, they're not handicapped; they're just fat and lazy.
4: But see, you already okay. You got you got some major rabbit ears for this fucking issue, so you assume the worst about everybody. <laughs> I, I have an uncle who's the most prideful motherfucker I've ever met in my life, like in person at least. I'm sure there were bit worse, way worse than him in history, but in person, most prideful person I ever met. And he's had, he was a truck driver. That lifestyle right there is gonna put weight on you. Uh. He was a truck driver who drove at night, so the only places open to eat were usually the fast food places and truck stops. Not even the diner and the truck stops were open sometimes in the middle of the night. So that just exasperated it, and he put on a bunch of weight. And he developed, shocking, because we all have heart issues in my family, he developed heart issues that he probably honestly was going to develop anyways, he just developed them earlier. And... He uses one now, and I didn't know he used it. This was years ago. We we're having this conversation, and I was talking about. I kind of can't wait to get old so I can finally hop in one of those rascals and just start running over little fucking brats that are pissing me off in the in the grocery store. And people will be like, you know, oh well, he's old. Yeah,
3: but but dude, I guess like it sounds like an older gentleman. It, it's, I'm talking about. I'm seeing people like our age or younger, like just fat fucks well, on the rascal. What I'm and that's what I told him. I'm like, I don't want
4: to do it now because they will just be like, oh, he's just a fat, lazy fuck who wants to run over kids. And my uncle was like, I have to use one. And I was like, really? Which, I mean, you got to understand, that would be like you're at a bris and Hitler walks in to do the circumcision. You know what I'm saying? Like, you'd be like, what the fuck? Like, I can't
3: believe that. I mean, like I said, if if you're collecting Social Security checks, I'm looking the other way. Cause I get it too. Like the older people, you got issues with knees and. But I'm saying, like, when I just see people that look like they're our age or young, like they're definitely just middle-aged people who just look like they don't miss a meal. It it, it just seems more commonplace than it used to. I guess is what I'm getting at as well.
4: Oh, it absolutely, it absolutely is. But also, <laughs> I mean, this is this is something that you either see or you don't see. But I mean, I mean on an individual basis. But if we're old enough, we remember when we were younger, food, portion size, uh the type of food being different than it was now. now portions are completely fucking out of control almost any place you go.
3: true, but, but we also lived through the and, supersize. size and, uh, and oh yeah we we yeah yeah we, remember we when you can the
4: super it came back down a little bit
3: a gallon of cola and a bucket and a pound of potatoes with your meal
4: yeah, it's what forty two ounce drinks. Yeah. Because the supersize were bigger than the 32-ounce because the 32-ounce they just made large.
3: Yeah, and the 32-ounce, by the way, everybody remember, that's a quart.
4: Yeah, but you got, what, 20 ounces of
3: fucking ice in the bitch? <laughs> well, I was, dude, I'm was, i cheap. I always said light ice or no ice because, like, bitch, I, those lines are cool. That CO2 is cold. My drink will be cold. I'm letting this bitch get warm.
4: But, I mean, like, just the amount of preservatives and nonsense and bullshit and hormones and fucking uh, uh, dude soy and fucking high fructose corn syrup that's put into every fucking thing and then the fat free craze do you know what fat free means flavor free so you know what corporations do
3: they pump it full of salt and sugar well, because that's it's it. the only way
4: to make it edible
3: what's it yeah the the, the yeah the dirty secret about the fat free stuff is it was loaded with sugar so kind of did the opposite of what it was designed to do but fat is just late fat. It's just because fat is, is it's got a negative connotation to it. It's actually good for us. Why do you think like? Why do you think the protein based diets work so well? Because our body isn't getting all that extra shit. You know, you know, especially if you're buying the right kind of meat, and you know, and if you're eating just meat and vegetables, you'll shed pounds quick because you're avoiding your. We're back to what I was talking. About. You're avoiding the refined flour. You're avoiding the refined sugar. That's what puts the weight on you.
4: And like, listen, I. I understand, look, as a fat person, you're never going to win with certain people while you're fat. If you can't learn to accept that, you're going to have a very hard life ahead of you because to this day, and I don't look like an approachable person when I'm out in public. I have resting serial killer face. <laughs> and even though I'm fat, I still have like a barrel chest and some broad ass motherfucking shoulders. And like most people are just like, ah, oh, you just look like hey, there's easier people to pick on than you. That's just what I've heard most of my life as an adult. Me, I look like a big teddy bear to myself, but apparently I look like a walking hate crime to everybody else. But I still catch people like, and it don't matter if I'm eating a Big Mac or I'm eating a fucking tiny salad with a small eight-ounce glass of water just staring at me with disgust because look at this fat fuck eat. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Aren't I an asshole? How dare I eat? Like, oh, my God. Why do I need to fucking fuel myself? Oh, Jesus. I should go fucking in hiding and just... Shoot heroin in my fucking balls until I'm 90 pounds and I look like Keith Richards, right? Fuck off, asshole. You got a problem with it. Come take the food off my plate and find out what happens. But I get it. I understand it. That's the problem. And like you said, Chris, well, these fat fucks want to get in a fucking rascal, blah, 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 blah. If you have a legit reason and you're a younger person to be in a rascal and you have a legit reason, you're not. Believe me, they're not dumb. They know. No one is going to think of that legit reason. Everyone's going to assume the worst about them, that they're just lazy. Because you know why? That's what people do. We are garbage for the most part. You will believe the worst thing about a complete stranger before you'll believe something good about someone you've known your entire life. End of fucking story when it comes to most people. And we want that. That's why Jerry Springer's still on the air. That's why... His head bouncer has a show that's been on the air for 20 years now. I mean, it's just the way it is. And you're going to have to – if you're fat, you got to get over that shit. And let me tell you something. Being a fat guy going to the gym is not a fun experience. And, Chris, God bless you, but you ain't ever been as fat as me. Like, even your experiences in the gym, I'm like, yeah, it's fucked up. If you had a bad one, like, I'm not going to take that away from you. But it's completely different because – Half the people there are like, oh, whatever. Stop wasting your fucking time. And the other half are, are like... It's like the white fucking liberal just out of college who moves into a neighborhood that's racially diverse and goes up to their black neighbor and goes, what's your black experience in the black community? I want to understand it. And it's like, get the... F- bitch, get off my property, first of all. What the fuck are you doing? Second of all, fuck off. I can't explain to you what it's like to be me. You just got to be me. Fuck off. Like, seriously. it's It's either... Fuck you, we don't want nothing to do with you. Or, you know, if you just eat vegetables. Yes, bitch, I know how to eat. Obviously, I do. That's why I'm here, and I'm fat.
3: See, like, when I went to the I didn't interface with anybody. Like, I knew what I was there. Like, headphones, treadmill, and then once my knees started getting shitty, elliptical. And, yeah, like, I'll do my little circuit. I'll do my warm up, my cool down. Dude, I, I'm here for. I'm here to do what I need to do.
4: Well, I mean, and to be fair, this was 20s and 30s for the most part. Well, 20s and teens, I, I guess I, I should say. Sporadically in my early 30s, and then that shit ended uh, when I was when I was going to the gym, and like I said, dude, I've I thought that's what the gym was until I was 175 pounds and I went to a gym to work out, and I was. It's like I was the invisible man because I was just another fucking person working out. But when I was the fat person, I was either, you know, ugh, ugh, like people disgusted just to see me, or, oh, we want to help you. We want to help you get healthy. Fuck your God complex and fuck your shaman techniques. Both of y'all kiss. One of my fucking cheeks. They're ample. There's enough room for both of your lips. Trust me. I got like, my
3: headphones I, on. I got internet access. I know what exercises I need to be doing. Fuck off.
4: See, I mean, dude, I swear to God, I I that's what I've told people. I'm like, look, man, we live in the twenty first century. I don't know a gym that don't have Wi Fi. I seriously don't. I mean, even if you don't have a tablet, can you read shit on your phone? on a fucking stationary bike, then get on a stationary bike until they tell you to get the fuck off the motherfucker. And unless there's a line and they're all taken up, they're not going to tell you probably to get the fuck off. So if you put five miles in on a stationary bike in 30 minutes and you're reading or doing whatever, you know what I'm saying? You ain't going to have time to worry about who the fuck's looking at you, who the fuck's talking and snickering behind your back and all that shit. So that's what I don't understand nowadays. Nowadays, it's even it's even easier to go to the fucking gym. I mean, if you can afford it, you know that's that's the other thing. Don't uh, gym memberships? Yeah, fuck all that noise. I've seen too many people get fucked on that with their credit.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I was going, well, you go to Planet Fitness, you can pay as you go. Now, hey, I want to go this month. Here's ten bucks.
4: Yeah, I've 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 heard that, and that's like I don't know. That's that's <laughs> once <laughs> once the job situation's a little bit more steady, I might go that route because I got to do something because I'm fucking whew anyways stir crazy is a real thing (laughs) i survived the lockdown i survived all the fucking you know the 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 covid bullshit three months being stuck out here where i'm at now has got me bouncing off the walls i'm ready to fucking get the fuck out and do
3: something I i got i've watched a lot of my friends between 30 and 40 didn't treat them so well and i've known just by watching family members 40 to 50 generally don't treat anybody well so yeah i might just start doing it just to to keep myself out of the doctor's office.
0: Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, though.
5: That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No by law, plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.
4: Well, I mean, and once again, you know, to go back to this, it's, you know, I feel like the, 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 I guess the mission statement of this podcast or the podcast for our feelings don't care about your facts, because that's, that's what's driving this shit. This, uh, the CDC doctors being gun shy about coming out and going, no, if you are morbidly obese, if you're obese, period. You have a heart condition, you have diabetes, you have high blood pressure, uh, cancer. If you've been, if you're going through uh, any type of cancer treatment, whether it be radiation, tight beam radiation or, or full on chemo, all of that shit destroys your immune system. You've got to be on your toes with this shit. And we could have been saying that for two fucking years, but you know what would have happened? Fat people wouldn't have rioted because they'd have got out of breath too quick, but there'd have been a whole lot of angry on keyboard somewhere. I'm telling you, because you know as well as I do, if they come out and said that shit, it, stop attacking fat people. You're fat shaming. What? Should we celebrate the fact that they're already sharpening the fucking tax saw to saw your foot off? Is that something to like write home about? I don't think so. I mean, I don't think anyone ends up getting their shit lopped off due to diabetes and are happy with the fucking end result. They're like, boy, I wish, I wish I'd ate more fucking Hostess cupcakes. You know, you could take them both. Told me to lose fifty pounds, you cut off both my legs. I'll lose fifty pounds real quick. See? <laughs> right. I don't think that's how that shit works, man. But once again, can't offend the 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 the, 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 the oh so delicate sensibilities of the American people with re, with the reality of a situation. But I mean we can't even agree on what bathrooms to use, what pronouns to use. So why the fuck am I shocked by this? I guess I shouldn't be at this point, honestly. But I mean I I just feel once again. Wasted opportunity. And what I think is funny is that people who have came out and said something like Joe Rogan, when Joe Rogan caught COVID, he was over it in less than five days. Like he, 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 he took tests for five days. Day one, day two, day three, he tested positive. Day four, day five, he tested negative. And he was like, it was like a sinus infection. And I was a little run down, but look at the shape Joe Rogan's in. For and look, I mean, yeah. yeah, the man's in his fifties, but the man's fucking like what three percent body fat.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the guy's always been in good shape. Yeah,
4: I mean, even on news radio, like he was on, like he wasn't going for fucking gains like he is now and shit. But I mean, he—you could tell. I'm like, them sweaters were tight for a reason. Yeah. He was it was the '90s. No one was wearing that tightest sweaters.
3: He was still the cast member in the best shape.
4: Yeah. And I mean, he kicked its ass quick, fast, in a fucking hurry. There's some fucking governor uh, that, that they were just talking about. Crystal and Sagar were talking about on, on uh, uh, Breaking Points the other day. Dude's like six seven, six eight. And he's like 300. And he's got COVID. And he's double jabbed and a booster. And he's like, it ain't good. It ain't good. Like, I'm, I am a cunt hair away from being hospitalized. Like and this is what he's saying. And it's like, dude, yeah. Yeah, it does not give a fuck. This shit does not fucking matter. And I mean, I think like you look at the the, the mortality in this country, the average age of you know, the age of the average person dying is going down. That's like that's an aberration in history. Usually when a society's on the uptick and they're doing well, that's when lifespans are supposed to be the longest. Well, we live in we have the least crime we've ever ever had in this country and recorded you know history in this country. It's safer now to live than it's ever been in this country.
3: Medical science is the most advanced it's ever been.
4: Yeah, and we're dropping dead earlier. There has to be a reason. and I think a lot of it is the the, the shit that's put in our food. The shit that's passed off is food. And also, let's be honest here, you can get pissy if you want, but it's it's the truth. You got two parents working. You got two, three kids. You know how much of a pain in the ass it is to work? 10, 12 hours a day. Go gather your fucking brats. Bring them home. Prep food. Cook food. Clean up from fucking food. I mean, you know what I'm saying? From making dinner. All that shit. So I, I know I've seen it. I've seen parents, man, fuck it. We're stopping at McDonald's. What do you kids want? It's just, it's the easier thing to do. That's why I've said before, maybe we need to pull back a little bit. Maybe this constantly keeping up with the Joneses shit has more of an effect and more of a reach as far as the its effect goes than we've ever really considered and given it credit for. I mean, if you've ever had a friend who has gone through a divorce male or female and they have joint custody with their ex that's they don't even have their kids 24 7 and you see the shit they go through and it's like whew, i need a nap just watching you yeah. like i couldn't i couldn't do this shit i'd be beating the dog shit out of my kids every day
3: dude my sister's got a brady bunch like she's got two and the guy she married got two i joke Oof. every time yeah i said man it's just exhausting watching you and it and the kids are uh, I believe it goes from 9 to 18, or 9 to 17. It's going to be 18 this year. God damn. Jesus Christ. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah. I, I always joke with her, like, your life looks exhausting. And she just says, yeah, it is. Although, See, you, I... At her house, though, she wasn't in the military. You could tell my dad was. Fucking, she puts them all to work. Like, all four got all, like, you know, she's not in management at work. She should be. Because she's definitely got four people fucking doing all the shit for her around the house. Well, I,
4: this is, that type of shit is, it's amazing to me that that's frowned upon nowadays. Like that's, like we've, we've dropped the pretense of, oh, they're just a strict parent. We've dropped that and just been like, that's the wrong way to parent. That's not right. You shouldn't be putting your kids, your kids aren't, you didn't have kids so they could be fucking slave labor for you. No, they should be, they should have time to go be kids. Fuck that. If I got four kids and I'm married, that means minimum there's six motherfuckers in this house. You ever seen what six people's asses can do to a toilet? Yeah. Somebody got to clean that shit. And if you, what'd you say, eight to 18? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Maybe not the eight-year-old, but once you hit double digits, here's a toilet brush. Here's some Mr. Clean.
3: Oh, the the eight-year-old's got out.
4: The 8-year-old's got shit he's responsible for? Dude, I was 9 cutting the fucking lawn. Oh, yeah. And fucking all this shit. And I I the shit that I see people's kids and they're like, oh, I don't do that. I don't do that." And, I got, and I'm like
3: I got $5 every time I got to pay my lawnser. I'm like, "Motherfucker, I pay you how much? I got $5 to do this shit that you come and do every week." $30. I mean, I I I
4: have A whole lot of sympathy for parents these days, because I'm going to tell you what I couldn't do. I I couldn't be a parent these days because the minute my kids started that fucking argue. First of all, don't argue with me. You shut the fuck up. okay? like I right or wrong. uh, I was made to do it and I learned a lot from it. So you're going to do it. You're going to shut the fuck up and listen to to, to the people who are older and wiser than you. They might be complete idiots. They might be complete losers in your mind. But you know what? They got a fuck ton more experience in the real world than you do. So shut the fuck up. Slide back and listen to the news. It's that simple. And when that fucking cock holster starts flapping from a fucking minor, shut the fuck up. Don't argue with me. What are you going to do? Right there, show's over. I'm no longer a parent. At least I don't have parental fucking, they take my kids from me. Because I'd be like, what am I going to do? And when they're waking up from me knocking them the fuck out, I'll be like, that's what the fuck I'm going to do. By the way, I already dialed 911 on your cell phone. Just press call. They'll come pick you yeah. up. Then you can enjoy being a ward of the state. Have fun with that.
3: Okay? I, my sister has a very, uh, my kids will not be assholes policy. As it should that is be. That's where she operates from with her kids. Like, I will not create four assholes. Dude, I, I know a guy who I won't call him a friend
4: because I just, we're not. And he's also like, like he's an asshole, but he's not even like an asshole who I can get along with. Cause usually we like our own, but uh like he encouraged, and his kids like five, six, by the way, at least was at this point in time, he encourages kid at five, six to go up to grown ass adults. He don't know and start screaming in their face that they ain't shit. Uh, and I'm like, and, he guffaws like it's the funniest shit he's ever fucking seen that in his life. kid's going to get
3: punched in bars a lot when he's older.
4: Dude, I swear to God. I I was
3: like, at first,
4: I was like, are you serious right now? Is this kid serious? And he's over there.
2: <laughs>
4: and I'm like, oh, okay. And I knew I couldn't smack the shit out of the kid like the kid needed. And I couldn't smack the shit out of his father because either way, I'm going to jail. So I just fucking started acting like this kid didn't exist. This drove this fucking kid up the wall. and. That father had the balls to be like, he's talking to you, and I'm like, you expect me to acknowledge him when you've taught him to run around and yell in my face and other adults' faces that we ain't shit at the top of his lungs. You expect me to fucking like basically enable that bullshit? You uh, motherfucker, you woke up uh, in an alternate universe and don't, and, or some shit. I don't know. Well, acknowledging that behavior
3: makes it okay. Fuck that! I'm not making it okay. I
4: mean, I just, I, dude, I, the shit that the shit that comes out of kids' mouths, the shit to how they don't fucking, and parents are just like, "What can you do?" And I'm like, slap the shit out of them.
3: You're the parent. I'll go to jail. Tell them to fucking not. Or you don't even have to. How about bare minimum? You don't have to use physical. How about you just tell them, "Hey, don't fucking act like that, you retard."
4: Here's the here's the problem. Kids are raised being told from jump street. Before they can before they've even had a brain that's developed enough to form memories, they've been told, You shouldn't be spanked. That's bad. If your parents do that, tell another adult. Okay. Here's the thing. The best kids that any of my friends have had is the one parent who I've asked their kids without their dad standing there, why do you listen to your dad like you do? Oh, I mean, he's never beat my ass, but I know he would if I pushed him. That's what you
3: need. Dennis Leary, he's like, I don't beat my kids. I find that waving the gun around gets the point across. Yeah, but no, it's the. Oh, it's the flesh.
4: He's never done done it, but it can happen if I keep fucking with him.
3: Oh, I've made no bones about it on the show. When we were little, we got spanked. Now, when we got older, that stopped, you know. You know, you know. Once, you, once, you, once you get to like, you know, later elementary school, middle school. I mean, that stopped. But what you were saying, the existential threat of violence was always there, and I wasn't going to test it. But to, and to, and also, you and I. I mean, whatever. Here comes a grandpa hat again. But I guarantee you, you and I heard this from our parents at some point. When we were young and being stupid, maybe sometimes precipitated by a slap across the head, but it was the phrase, who taught you to act like that? Because it wasn't me.
4: Yeah, I heard that a lot.
3: Yeah. I mean, dude, it's just, I, I, look,
4: I'm not advocating you beat your kids, but I'm sorry if I'm sitting at a fucking dinner table and I got my 10, 11, 12 year old kid next to me. And he's being a rude cocksucker at the table and just fucking like reaching over people's plates and talking over adults and yelling over adults and interrupting people. I'm going to reach back and slap the back of his fucking head in front of God and everybody. And if you got a problem with it, then you take the bastard and raise him.
3: Yeah, let will say this. I think that that did exist beyond middle school was the whap across the back of the head. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you?
4: I mean, like, I, dude, like, and I, to be honest with you, if my kid's 10, 11, 12, and he's acting like that, I've already failed as a parent. Like, he didn't get the message. He did not get the memo. Like, no, you do not do this shit. The fuck is wrong with you, dude? Are you crazy? But I, once again, I, and and this goes back to what we were talking about with the whole BBW and beautiful at any size, healthy at any size, all this bullshit. This is the end result of the self-esteem movement. All this self-esteem, yet... It's none of it coming from themselves. They have to have other people tell them that they're beautiful, that they're healthy at any size, they're beautiful at any size, that it's okay for them to be this way, and blah, 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 blah. And this applies to any of this behavior that we bitch about on this show. It's like, well, if you have so much fucking self-esteem, motherfucker, it's in the name. Self-esteem. It comes from you. Why do you need constant validation from other people? From outside people.
3: Why? I mean, you and I both, you know, I'd like to say we we rejected it, but we did come up with religious families. Uh, Aren't you taught pride is a sin? Isn't it one of the seven deadly sins? Yeah,
4: but, I mean, at this point, Seven deadly sins were just something in a movie called Seven to most of these kids. Right. I mean, unless, I mean, unless you're raised uber religious, and I mean, like, yeah, I have, a I have, like, my dad's side of the family is is very religious, and there are small pockets of my in my mom's side of the family that are very religious.
3: But I mean, I, isn't the message of that maybe just going, hey, it's not cool to like be your own biggest fan? Maybe is that what they're kind of getting at with that? I, you know societal I, rule
4: I, I i i guess i mean i don't know now it's it's you know it's like donald walker used to say inspects the sad dog doesn't wag its own tail okay but you said that or when he said that to us was it, it that was in reference to you know if you're good at something and you're and you're applying for a job in the radio industry or the television industry uh don't try to play fake humble. It don't work in this industry. You're going to have to be comfortable with going. I did this, and I do it pretty damn well, and that's why you should hire me.
3: Well, there's, well, but
4: that's a world of difference between it's a sad dog doesn't wag his own tail, meaning I'm trying to get a job and secure employment. Well, that's
3: knowing your strengths and playing them up. There, there's a difference between like, I mean, is it? I guess what I'm getting at with the whole Pride to seven, one of the seven deadly sins. Is that maybe the The biblical way of saying, don't be a
4: douchebag. I mean, yeah. Uh, But, I mean, you're talking to a heathen who's reading, you know, the big book of Jewish fairy tales. So, I take, you know, like when, when, you know, Jesus was in the desert and Satan tempted him and he said, you know, get thee behind me. I always read that as he just told Satan to kiss his ass.
3: But isn't it like all just, it was really just all a bunch of allegories and tales of like, hey man, don't be an asshole. Like, did it really, if. Pretty much.
4: Wasn't it, wasn't it, uh, Carlin, that broke down the, the, he said, take out all the religious, like, you know, keep the Sabbath holy, nobody fucking, no other God before me. He goes, doesn't the seven commandments or the, the, what's left of the ten commandments after you take all the religious ones out, aren't they essentially don't take what's not yours and don't be an asshole?
3: Yeah. That's what I've always, yeah. I mean, George have always been gotten along. Yeah. It really just, ten commandments. Hey, don't be a dick. Yeah. Don't take what's not don't, yours. Don't be an asshole. Don't take
4: another person's life. Ain't yours to take. Don't take another, you know, man or woman's fucking boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse. It's not your it's not your job to break up a fucking marriage. Don't steal. Yeah, don't, don't cheat. Don't you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, don't
3: kill. You know, don't lie. Yeah.
4: Yeah. It all comes down to taking something from somebody and not being an asshole. Being a genuinely good person in a society. Hey man, and just be cool.
3: <laughs> just, <laughs> well, I mean, that's the commandment, say, just be cool, man. <laughs>
4: the one commandment of the Church of Latter-day dude. Just
3: just be cool.
4: Just be cool, man. Walter, be cool, man. Come on, yeah. <laughs> man.
3: Oh, <laughs> the fucking but cops no. are going to be here. I'm getting the fuck <laughs> out of here. <laughs> but I mean, one of,
4: just yeah, the whole uh 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 covid cdc thing like i kind of think that at this point and i believe i might have said this when the, the last show you were on or it might have been the one that you weren't i can't remember which off the top of my head but i think the for the for the most part the average person's like look i took basically two experimental shots possibly even a fucking third calling it a booster one that we haven't done clinical trials on that we rushed through i fucking stayed home I wore this fucking rag on my fucking face. I've stayed six feet away from my fucking loved ones. I haven't even seen my grandparents or my parents in fucking, you know, seven, eight months. I ain't doing shit else. Take your mandates and shove them up your fucking ass. Figure out what the fuck. Y'all get get on the same page, then come talk to us. Because we're done. And I think that's where the average person really is at this point. We're done. Like, unless there's a consensus, I don't want to hear this shit. And... I can tell you this because of sports, I've been watching, you know, regular TV for the first time in like years with commercials and seeing the news bumpers and all this shit. Holy fuck. There is so much contradictory information flying around out there. Oh,
3: yeah. I am
4: so glad I keep my head down and out of the mainstream media's line of bullshit. I dude, I would be a basket case. I literally would be. Bouncing off the walls, not knowing what to believe. And if I was a little bit of a different person, possibly terrified out of my mind. I mean, seriously, I get it. I understand why people are like, I don't know. And what happens when people get overwhelmed? They tend to go, fuck it. That's about it. Fuck it. And I think that's where a lot of people are at with this shit. And I can't blame them. And I, it you know, it breaks my, like, my buddy Doc, who I talked to. He's a man of science. He puts a lot of faith in his in, in science, and he puts his trust in science. And it, it I'm sure on some level it, it infuriates him, and on another level it breaks his heart. And he sees so many people just throwing their hands up in disgust. But even he will admit, a lot of people in this fucking field, they did it to themselves. Coming out and making these grand declarations that things were you know, 100% this way and then reversing yourself two, three months later like nobody's going to remember that. Once those start stacking up, it just breeds mistrust, man. I, 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 okay, wear a mask. All right, well, don't wear a mask. You remember that shit? Remember when this, when this shit started? Well, the mask won't really do anything. Well, actually, wear a mask. And it's like, okay, well, so which, which one is it?
3: And then it's like, oh, well, we told you not to wear a mask because we wanted to make sure all the healthcare professionals would have them and we didn't want everyone to buy them.
4: Now- so you lied to us. So you lied to us. Right off the bat, from the get-go, out to shoot, you start off with bullshit, and you wonder why we have problems in this country trusting information when it comes from you. I mean, dude. Okay, the, one of the biggest hurdles in vaccination in this country was black people and poor people. And I guess black people is a one monolithic group according to the news, because you know that's how the news looks at shit. And poor people is just anybody can just be poor. <laughs> Poverty don't discriminate. It's an equal opportunity life ruiner. Um, but when you look at those two, just the validity validity of claiming those are the two groups that are the biggest issues, have the biggest issues, in vaccine hesitancy or whatever the fuck they want to call it, take that out of it. Just look at those two groups historically and the shit that's been done to them in the name of science, progressing shit, on or experiments that have been done to them on false pretenses, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and you wonder why. You wonder why these people are like, "Oh, I ain't taking that fucking shot. I ain't taking that shot." I I, I you, you heard of the the Tuskegee experiments? Yeah, you heard of Agent Orange? Have you heard of fucking, you know, DDT? All this shit, blah 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 that they were fucking doing in in black and in in poor neighborhoods for decades and to black and poor people in this country because, well, easiest people to get away with doing shit to. Poor people have no recourse. And black people weren't even considered fucking fully human until a couple, what, about a hundred years ago? What was it? They were counted as two-thirds of a human or some shit during the census up until a hundred some years ago? I mean, none of this shit is hidden. This is all in, in history books. You know, the books you want to change because the winners write history? Well, the winners are telling on themselves in these books. You can go back and read this shit. You can go back and read the government fucking declassified files through the Freedom of Information Act. As best as you can get through the redacted bullshit, you can read through this stuff and look up the stuff they've pulled in this country. And yeah, a lot of, the, dude, a lot of this shit, don't pass the sniff test in my book. I mean, just tell us the fucking truth. And if the truth is we don't know yet, you're going to probably have the same amount of panic people as you're going to have lying to people. So you might as well tell the truth anyways. People I mean, that's how ex- I feel
3: about it. People will accept, I don't know if you say, but I'm going to find out. That, that always, that's how you take the sting out of I don't know. You'd be surprised how far, how far that can get you. Trust me. I've been, go ahead, go ahead. Well, you know, I've had a big boy job here for about the last almost 10 years. And that's, that is, that is, that is something you learn really early that, that helps you sustain employment. That answer. You never say, I don't know, but you say, I don't know, but I don't know, but I can, but I'll find out. And it works all the time. And it placates people. And I bet if you told us that as a group, you'd be surprising. You'd be surprised how like maybe rational we could be as a group and be like, "All right, well, let us know when you find out."
4: Well, it's also amazing when you do that because people are going to talk about the shit no matter what. They're going to gather no matter what. I mean, we lived through it. We know it. I mean, to various extents. I mean, granted, it wasn't like fucking. You know, we didn't have Lollapalooza in my backyard or anything. But during the you know during the height of COVID, at least COVID year one. Yeah, I, I where I lived, we had gatherings of like ten, fifteen people, and we talked about the shit. And here's the thing: everybody who is actually, like, you know, educated or works in the field or is adjacent to the fields that of of science that you know this involves would try to tell people shit, and people would just they would just keep repeating what they had heard on the news or what their their team mascot said on the news, blah, 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 blah. If they had just get, if Trump would have got there and been like, did what you said, we don't know, but we're working like mad bastards to find out. You'd have people who had TDS and they were going to flip out, but they flipped out anyways. We know that now. You might as well have told them the truth. And the people who refuse to listen to better educated people than themselves on this subject might have actually engaged in a conversation and been like, Well wait a minute don't didn't you work on on in this shit? didn't you minor in this or something like that? What's your take on it? what's going on and they could explain very simply you're watching the scientific method in real time. You usually don't see the work put into the scientific method in real time. You see our best results that we've gotten and refined, and by the way. Those will even change over time, as we understand more and more about what we're studying. It's the nature of science. There's no. A, remember when they were the the science is settled? No, it's not. Science. When does science settle? Never. I mean, okay, what was it? Two thousand and five. Pluto's not a planet. It's it's a, it's, a, it's a it's a Kuiper object because it has a different type of orbit than the rest of the planets on the sun. Blah 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 blah. I just read a couple months ago, eh, I we're going to think about making Pluto a planet again. Are you fucking serious? Like, we can't even decide what's a planet and what's not in science because shit changes the more we learn. As it should, by the way. So why do you expect people who aren't scientists, who aren't experts from two years ago to know what the fuck they're talking about? But people bet their fucking, literally bet their lives that they did. And now these same people are coming out being like... Yeah, it's crazy, but y'all need to get back to work, man. I'm tired of my fucking McDonald's being closed at seven. I want a Big Mac at nine o'clock at night. Get your ass back in there and get to work. And it's like, really? Okay. So now who do you trust? Because in the beginning it was, oh, you care more about profit than you do people. Well, the CDC and the, you know, and and, and politicians who like, no, we need to keep you home and 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 you know, stop the spread, flatten the curve and all this shit. Blah, 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 blah. Now they're fucking beating that same fucking drum. That the people who are, oh, you just, you care more about profits than people. Yeah. Once again, that's the reality of the situation. There's a dollar sign on everything in this fucking world. That's the way we've decided shit runs best. Arguably, I don't think it runs. There's much better ways to do it, but we just will never fucking do it as long as we, that's another conversation for another day anyways. But I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's maddening, dude. It's maddening because I'm listening to NPR. And NPR, besides just, I mean, dropping all pretense of being any type of fucking thing besides the minister of propaganda, the mouthpiece for the Democratic Party's propaganda, they've dropped all pretense of anything Like since I've listened since, what, 2019, early 2020, on a regular basis. But I mean, they're saying shit now that Trump was saying two years ago, and they're pushing it. And it was the same shit they went out of their way to fucking tear down and say he didn't know what he was talking about and he's going to get people killed and he's the worst president in history. He's literally Hitler. He's literally Stalin. He's literally whoever the fuck. No, they're saying the same shit he was saying two years ago. No retraction, no acknowledgement of the reality that they are now repeating the same thing that the Cheeto Jesus that they hated so much was saying
3: that they more than likely were on air saying was
4: false. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, what is an average person supposed to do and believe? I mean, look, we we take people to task for being stupid on this show. That's not like it's not like we're we're we're, we're blue skying it and like oh everybody you know everybody's a genius in their own way. No, 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 no. We ain't on that bullshit. But I can't blame people for going. I don't know what the fuck to believe when the same news source is giving you conflicting info based on who it comes from when when two separate people or entities are saying the same fucking thing it's bad coming from him because we don't like him it's good coming from him because we do like him that's not how reality works a truth is a truth is a truth end of fucking story i mean it's like the whole ivermectin thing like that's something that's like the people who go hey, ha, ha, ha take your horse to wormer i'm like you understand it's been prescribed for humans in a completely different form for like 40 years or something? Yeah, they can treat rosacea. Okay. You realize that, right? <laughs> Horse to wormer. Okay, you're an idiot. Okay, all right. end of the discussion. And these are people who I had respect for. But their derangement syndrome about whether it be Trump or, or COVID or whatever the fuck has got them so fucked up in their head that you can't even have a, a, a legit, rational grounded in reality conversation with them and it breaks my fucking heart dude because it's like how the fuck do we get over it? how do we get through this shit one of the things todd always said on his show the little like run he did about propaganda was you know everybody cheers when the other side takes a hit and your side you know can do a victory lap but here's the problem how no matter what happens you 're going to have to reconcile with the other half of the fucking country. How do we do that when you 've been you 've spent years now demonizing them, calling them every horrible name you could think of in the book you 've dehumanized them you 've tore them down you 've made them less than human and now like i mean he he he, he, he predicted it he said if Trump doesn 't win two thousand and twenty, the Democrats are going to get in office. And be like, we're here to re- uh, uh, unite the country. Oh, really? Really? After you spent four years dividing it even more than it already was over some bullshit with Russia that was uh, a conspiracy theory? Yes, it was. I, where's the smoking gun on Trump? How come he ain't in prison? Oh, you got him off Twitter. You won. Go your side.
3: Yeah, remember he was gonna go f- uh, directly from the White House into police custody. Dude, I, I remember all too well. I'm also fucking just, uh, uh, Russia didn't uh, fuck with this election. Biden won, and uh, this this one's above board. They only fucked one election. No one, no one seems to a- a- want to ask that question. Yeah, I know, I know.
4: And as much as I, as much as I like a lot of what Bill Maher says, his TDS is one of the worst cases I've seen.
3: Well, because we know it's personal with that whole orangutan thing and all that, like.
4: That exactly. shit they got
3: into—that's it's personal.
4: Exactly, exactly. I mean, like you know, there's there's just very inconvenient facts that get in the way of people's fucking derangement. But Bill Mars is—I—I've I, what you just said—it's personal. It's because Trump was like, oh, he said this. Call one of my armies. Call call one of my battalions of, of lawyers and sue the fuck out of him. Because that's what the fuck Trump does. That's what he does, right? But I agree with him when he's like, you know, we can't go so far to where we hate each other to the point where we can't even fucking live next to each other. Dude, one of the one of the biggest problems I run into with talking to people in the last like seven, eight years, maybe maybe going as far back as 10. I don't know if you guys are pretty much not in lockstep on a fucking political discussion. People rather just not have the discussion. I don't know what's worse. Going on the attack the minute you fucking hear one thing you disagree with, and 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 your plan of attack is scorched earth policy, or just refusing to have a conversation with someone who you disagree with because uh, you just dismiss everything they say out of hand.
3: Well, see, I you can don't tell even you, need to hear. It. I'm like that now, just because people are nuts. Like I just avoid it now. Like if it like if it comes up with it, it, it I just I steer the conversation somewhere else. See, when when I hear people, like, I, I had someone who I considered
4: a friend at one point tell me that, oh, by the way, I need to preface what I'm about to say with this. This person, anybody who disagrees with this person, this person labels as crazy. You need to know that for the, for, for this comment to make sense. But this person told me, I'd rather deal with a fucking pathological liar than a crazy person. And I'm like, you rather deal with someone who's purposely being underhanded and duplicious with you versus someone who disagrees
3: with you that's fucked up yeah
4: and i mean dude i've seen it i've i've seen friendships end i've seen families ripped apart by this shit and i'm just like dude i i have family members i get on the phone with and if i even mention anything about covid i get a five minute fucking speech about how i'm not going to sit here and talk politics and i'm like who the fuck brought up politics? I'm talking about I had COVID. You're talking about politics and, and Rachel Maddow all of a sudden. But I'm the asshole here. Okay. Yeah. All right. Gotcha. Like, I, dude, I can't. I can't deal with it. And I mean, th- to be honest with you, I, I know a lot of families who the last couple fucking years, their holiday functions have gotten a lot different. A lot of people don't show up. A lot of people don't talk because this person doesn't talk to this one. And this one won't come to this one because this one's a fucking Nazi. And I don't know, this one's a commie. And I don't, I don't eat with Nazis or commies. And blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, all this shit, fueled by the media. Fueled by this bullshit we get from the top, for our, from our supposed leaders. Stoked by, the fires, stoked by the corporations who own these fucking huge news agencies. Who understand that fear and, and, and bleeding is going to make them money. So pump that shit into these people. We don't care how it affects everybody. We don't care if it destroys the fucking very fabric and foundation of this fucking country. Because as soon as we're done here, we're moving on to another country anyways. Whichever one gives us the best tax breaks. Like you, it, America, you want to get in bed with big business, you need to learn. You're the man, business is the woman. That woman is never yours, America. That woman is, is just your turn with her. That's it. And when she's done with you... She will do to you what comes naturally, which is, I've extracted all the resources I can from you. We're done. Fuck off. And then what are we going to have? We're going to have a country full of people that can't even sit down and have a conversation because it triggers their anxiety because someone disagreed with them one time out of a hundred.
3: Dude, I read an article. It's a shame I didn't read it till I was in my thirties. I wish I would have read it when they said, "Uh, uh, you should have uh, read it." It was it was an article that says the the uh, it was came out in June. You know, it's you know when you're always having the commencements or whatever. And it pretty much said the high school commencement speech they should give you, but they never do. And it simply was like it was like a sentence. It was like you are to society what they can get out of you. Like you want to prepare the whole point of it was like you really want to prepare high school students for the real world. Tell them that sentence. And you know, look, any anybody, you know, I
4: wouldn't say it to high school students because it's fallen on deaf ears. Maybe college students when they're graduating, by the way. But, and, and anybody who hears that and is like, like who is told that, who's like, well, that's bullshit. We need to do something about that. Put something real behind those words and you'll have, whether I agree with you or not, you'll have at least a begrudging respect from me. But putting something real behind those words doesn't mean going after the lowest hanging of fruit and the easiest fucking, the, the easiest W's you can secure. And it doesn't mean standing up and playing to the crowd and rooting for your side to win and their side to lose. If you want real change, you got to root for the truth. And the truth is like rain. I don't give a fuck who it falls on. And until you accept that, you can't even you can't even begin to try to fucking understand what's going on in the world. Uh, that's
3: a good, I mean, it, existential here, but wouldn't it be really any society? And how any society is going to treat its uh its members? Like you are to that society what it what it can get out of you, whether it's a bunch of motherfuckers wearing loincloths in the middle of the fucking desert or you know us here in the you know in the western hemisphere with our you know excess and
2: you know, okay no, no I consumption got, I got living
3: I got what you're
4: saying, but you're, the two examples you gave is obviously modern western culture, which is just pure consumer culture I mean go to work, make money so you can pay bills, pay your taxes and buy shit so you can and buy and make sure to buy a car so you can go to work and make money and pay your taxes and you know what I'm saying? Pay your bills and buy shit. That's the cycle we have set up here. And then when you are talking about like cavemen, that's like a survival type situation. That's where they would like leave the old to die because, well, they were just a drain on the fucking the tribe.
3: You can't help us kill any more tiger meat. What the fuck do we need you for? But there are other cultures who have
4: flourished in history who didn't act like fucking horrible cocksuckers to their elders. Asian culture is one of them.
3: Well, At least it used to be. They're fucking scared of their elders. Well, I mean, dude. Yeah, tiger mom will whoop your ass. What, A, they're, they're, what is this minus next to the A? <laughs> but I mean, like, elders have respect because
4: they survived. They've seen shit and the wisdom they can impart. That is lost in Western society. You are correct. to 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 a large extent. And it's really been lost. And see, dude, I don't know if this is because I never fucking looked at older people like that. On the whole, as like, there's nothing you can teach me. You're irrelevant because by the very nature of being one day older than me, you're irrelevant to me out of hand before you say anything. I've never been that way and most of the friends i have aren't that way but most of the younger people i know absolutely are that way about anyone older than them i've actually had like f- adult friends had their children who were like 16 17 around that age i'll say something i'll be like oh my god you're learning and i'm like excuse me you're learning you learned the the, the, the phrase that we learned in our in my in my Gender studies class and blah 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 blah, and I'm just like, do you understand how disrespectful and condescending that is to be like, oh, you're learning. Like I'm a, like Chris Rock said about Colin Powell, right? Because you know who I can't stand are the people who love Colin Powell. He speaks so well. He's a fucking college-educated man. Do you expect him to get up there and sound like JJ from Good Times? He's fucking general.
3: Yeah. He's fucking able to be like, dynamite. Damn.
4: You know what I'm saying? It, and and and, and coon it up
3: for you. Gets on the mic. Suck. I'll see, you here's know? what we're gonna do. Speak so
4: well is what Man. you say about a retarded kid who can talk, not a fucking four star fucking general. And that's what it it's what it feels like. And it's like, where is this attitude coming from? It's, dude. It's a lot of things. It's it's all about the children's self esteem. Got to make them feel special. Everybody's special, dude. The biggest br- the biggest pushback I get from my friends who are parents is when. I just don't give a fuck, or their kids have reached the age where I don't care, and and like they, their parents are sitting there talking any kind of way in front of them. I'm gonna talk any kind of way in front of them. I take my cue from the parents. If I get over there and it's, it's like church, it's like church when I'm there. I'll never visit them again, but when I'm there for that one time, it'll be like church because that's the precedent they've set. But I mean, it's just this attitude of like, you know, you don't know anything, and you and 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 you're not enlightened, and you know, the '90s were three incidents. It was the, the the L.A. it was it was uh, uh, the L.A. riots and Rodney King getting his ass beat, O.J. getting away with murder and rape stock ninety nine, and all of it's the white straight man's fault. And I'm just like that is not what the entire fucking decade was. And for you to try to roll it up into this fucking neat and and put a neat little bow on it like that is bullshit. But this this like lack of sentiment, lack of fucking. I I mean, reverence might be too strong of a word. I don't know. I don't have a thesaurus in front of me. But just respect. I don't know. Like an intellectual curiosity. Let me sit someone down who's seen more than me, who knows more than me. What can I learn from them? It's the exact opposite. It's you have nothing to teach me. I know everything I need to know. Fuck you. And I'm not and this isn't just the hubris of youth. This goes way beyond that. And it's like, dude, where did we fucking go wrong? How do we have this? This isn't good for society, period. I mean, you think people who don't know shit about shit shouldn't be calling the shots. Well, Chris, you think fucking boomers have it bad because Gen X is a is the smallest post World War II generation, blah, and all this bullshit, blah, 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 blah. So there's not gonna remember they were saying that won't be enough people working in Gen X to prop up all the boomers on Social Security and blah, 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 and this and this and this and this and this. Wait till the millennials retire, okay? I mean, we already know we're fucked, period. Like, I mean, dude, if you make it to 65 and Social Security's there, I will be shocked. You can come you can come visit my urn because ain't no one going to pay for a grave and be like, I mean, to, to be, be fair,
3: I heard my parents saying the same thing, you know, 30 years ago, you know, and they're, they're both collect- well. Mom's collecting dads, but yeah, they, they both made it. They're both collecting, but I'll tell you what, it's, it, it, it's a good thing. Dad invested his money. Cause it definitely, with what she gets a month, it, it ain't shit. That's what I, exactly. It's like knocking out a bill.
4: Exactly.
3: Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And wait till,
4: wait till the fucking millennials start getting that age. See, that's. That's the beauty of shit now is I'm starting to see millennials as they as they, a is they, like in dribs and drabs cross the the, the the line from 30s to 40s. And I'm just sitting back like if there is a God, not yet. Don't kill me yet. I want to see at least a handful of these idiots reach about mid 40s. And when reality sets in that there is no fucking savior coming over the hill. Shit's not going to be different because it's them. They are not special. And that's, you know, back to what I was saying. That's one of the things I say in front of my my friends' kids. And some of my, most of my friends are like, yeah, you ain't spe- You're special to people who love you and care about you and know you, but that's a handful of people out of seven billion. What's
3: a, and, and that's, that's the people you ain't shit. And holding on to that belief is what probably keeps me, you know, drawn towards the right part of the political spectrum is yeah man I'm, I, what you just said like i'd, I'd like to think and it's probably th- you know thanks to my parents and maybe me you know being a little smarter than the average bear i'd like to think yeah there's no cavalry coming man i'm and i'm not gonna wait on the government like just fucking just get your grind on and try to make it work because if you're waiting for the cavalry to come yeah it's like you said you 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 get to mid thirties, you start hit, you you get close to forty, and realize, oh shit, they're not fucking coming. No, and it's, uh,
4: dude, it's it's like someone who his parents are still alive, like both their parents, or or even in more the I guess the more rare situation would be like someone our age who both their parents are still alive and all their grandparents are still alive. I know like two people who who are in their forties who who are in that situation, and I hear them say. Whenever discussions of so-and-so's dad died or so-and-so's grandfather or grandmother died or whatever the fuck, they're like, I am so fucking lucky to still have all my family. And here's the thing. I didn't appreciate it at 30, but I damn sure appreciate it at 40. And I'm like, exactly. Exactly. And until until you lose your safety nets, until you're staring homelessness in the fucking face... If you don't do something and make it happen by hook or by crook, I don't want to fucking hear about how hard of a fucking time it is out here for you. Like, yeah, you can have a fucked up life and be born with a silver spoon in your mouth. I'm not saying that. But if you have a motherfucking trust fund, I really don't want to hear about the struggle from you. You don't know what the struggle is. Period. End of fucking story, dude. there's, There's people who... Whether by their fault or not, or most likely, a little bit of their fault, a little bit of fucking just the world being the world, will wake up tomorrow and make a decision like, do I eat or do I put gas in my car so I can go to work? Now, are they horrible human beings because they made bad decisions? No. They're just flawed human beings like the rest of us. That's it. right. I don't take the hardline stance, fuck them, they fucked up, let them fucking rot. But at the same time, I'm, I'm not saying put them on the government tit and let them fucking ride that motherfucker from birth to death. That can't work either.
0: Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net But I mean...
4: Once again, wh- where are we at right now as a society? We have the millennials bitching about, I went to college, I can't get a job. And I'm just like, "For," I, I feel like that James Franco meme where he's being hung and he's looking over at the guy and it says, first time. It's just like, seriously, you didn't learn the lesson from, from my generation, from Gen X? Like, I get where the tail end of Gen X, but it was made crystal clear to me that if you drop 50 grand on education, you better get something that's in high demand if you want to make money. Because an English degree... And your underwater basket weaving and your gender studies bullshit—it ain't gonna fucking pay the bills. It ain't. And by the way, that's the government you owe money to. They don't—they don't take deferred payments. They don't do that shit. And you got like people. I mean, we went to trade school. We just went to the wrong trade school, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, if we'd have went to like an HVAC place, we wouldn't be doing this podcast. But we both I mean, probably have a lot more motherfucking money
3: sitting in the bank. I'm still Mister. I don't know. He's not here, but. the Earl has a degree. He has a degree in teaching. Do you know how fucking you could write your own fucking they're letting people teach right now who don't have teaching degrees. They're 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 hurting for teachers so bad. I, I don't know, dude. I don't it's there's other things going on, right? It's, it's said it's yeah. not, he's not here. Yeah.
4: He's it's, not here. He's not here and it's 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 more complicated than just this puzzle piece looks like it fits onto this other puzzle piece, so let's put it together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like there there's, there's And that's the thing for as much as we like to simplify shit and boil shit down to a binary choice. Every time you're sitting there and you're in public and you see someone and you're like horrible assumption about them, that's all you're seeing them as challenge yourself. You want to, you want to better yourself. You want to, you want to try to make a better world. If you truly, if you truly mean that shit, when you say that I challenge you to challenge yourself to stop and realize There's a lot more fucking layers than what I'm seeing just right now. Like a duck swimming. It looks calm above water, but he's kicking like a motherfucker underwater. But you don't see that. You have no idea what the fuck that person's going through. Now, that doesn't give them carte blanche to do whatever the fuck they want under the guise of, you don't know what I'm going through. Fuck that. Okay. Everyone's everyone's
3: going through something. Because there's that, yes. too.
4: Okay. But I mean, you know, I have a friend who works physical labor and doesn't have formal education to fall back on. And 50 is sniffing his ass, getting ready to take a bite of it. And for mm, about a year now, I've been like, dude, I know I'm not the best fucking person to talk, but maybe you need to fucking like, start looking to like pivot out of physical labor into something that you can actually, oh, I don't know do until retirement age because you can't do this for the rest of the, your working time
3: or at least like try to be the foreman the guy who sits in the truck all day
4: well i mean but dude i w- you know basically i was ignored i've been told to shut up i've been told stop being a debbie downer blah, blah 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 now this person wants to sit there and have this conversation and i'm like do you know how hard it is for me not to jump up and do the i told you so elliot dance from scrubs like seriously how much of this shit do i have to hit dead on the nose for you to finally go, he might actually know what he's talking about. Maybe. I mean, if, if, if how about this? Instead of expending so much energy telling me I'm stupid and I don't know what I'm talking about, how about you just expend half that energy considering what I said and the other half you save for real, real problems? How about that? No, go fuck myself? Okay. Well, no, I, well, good. And that, I mean, but you see what I'm saying? Everybody's going through some shit. He's at that fucking, he's at that realization that, Oh shit! This isn't going to be sustainable till the day I retire. I can't do this till the day I retire. Yeah, yeah. And it's guess what? Ain't no one coming to fucking help, dude. You're almost fifty. Do you understand? Uh, to to paraphrase Patrice O'Neill, if you're forty talking about going back to college and it ain't to further the job you're already in, uh, you're a loser of gigantic fucking proportions. No, I mean, what, what the fuck are you gonna do? At fifty, as a freshman in a community college, and let's say you get out four years later, and you're fifty-four with a fucking degree. What the fuck are you going to do when you go to a job interview, and you're elbowing a bunch of mid-twenties and late twenty-somethings out the way who will work for slave wages while you're looking to make a career eleven years before you're supposed to retire? See what I'm saying? Like maybe we should, as a society, we should tell people the truth. Maybe you should have went to a trade school instead of putting shame on it. I mean, dude, I've had people talk about you went to a trade school, ugh, ugh. and it's like, ugh. You know mean motherfuckers I know who are apprentices or journeymen who make bigger money than any motherfucker that went to college that I know? Why don't we talk about that? No, no, go to college, get an education, and some bullshit that you can go into debt for the next fucking twenty years for. Oh yeah, that makes sense.
3: Oh, uh, did you see? Did you see the story I said to the, the unregimented chat? Cause it's something we always talked about on the show. There's a bunch of people getting together, soon, a bunch of universities going, Hey, you've been overcharging for this shit. To me, that is the, that is the crux to the student loan problem. Why do motherfuckers who get just billion, fu- we've crossed the B mark people who get billions of dollars a year in endowments and funding from, you know, federal and, and state sources. Why does the cost of tuition keep going up unchecked and nobody asks anything about it? So people can just keep borrowing more and more. And, you know, of all the things that, that the millennials and Gen Z like to bitch about, the one thing that they got, the one thing that they have that holds water is the cost of an education compared, of a college education now compared to the cost of a college education for a boomer. Or even hell, for exact, exact, for, for, example for or for older gen x
4: people oh dude i absolutely i mean look i if you go in and you get a degree in some bullshit and they want to want to sing the fucking blues to me i'm not listening i don't want to hear it like seriously dude i and but what you need to do if you are that person is instead of crying to me Go kick the shit out of everybody who supposedly loves you and cares about you and his family or friends for letting you fucking do that and not pulling you aside going, look, man, I know that, you know, I I'm a hater and all this bullshit and haters make you famous and blah, 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 blah. And whatever else you put on your Twitter profile. But uh, if you get a degree in this, you're going to starve. End of fucking story.
2: Sanskrit.
4: Why did you let me do that? I mean, dude, what the fuck are you going to do with an English degree if you don't want to teach English?
3: Yeah, we are going to be a writer?
4: Everyone's a writer. It's
3: called a blog. Then, Then you know what you do? You
4: just write. And you know who tell you that? Writers with English degrees. Stephen King has a whole book called On Writing. It's a nonfiction book where he basically goes, all the questions I've been asked my entire career, I'm going to try to, about writing, I'm going to try to answer in this book. And it's just like playing guitar it's just like playing an instrument. It's just like drawing anything that takes practice to get good at. If you want to do it, you'll do it. You don't need someone to hand you a piece of paper and say, congratulations, you're now a writer. No. If you're a writer, you're constantly writing. If, you're, if you want to learn to play guitar, you're constantly practicing. That's how the shit works. Now, can you have a, I mean, I was talking about this with a buddy of mine. And I would say he's like one of the he's like a fake book type guitar player. And you know what I mean by that? I don't know what they call them these days. They don't call them fake books because that's like apparently that hurts somebody's fucking ego or some shit. But a fake book was basically back in the day you go in and it's a chord chart oh, yeah. no. of the most simplified chords. No, no, I'm not telling you. I'm telling the audience yeah. um, the most simplified chords to a song to where like let's say Stairway to
3: Heaven, right? It's just showing you they the chord changes.
4: Yeah, the 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 root note, basically the root chords to where you can strum your way through it. And if you maybe got a little bit of flavor in your strumming and you can sing a little bit, people will know what song you're trying to play. But it's not what you hear on the album. He's that type of musician. That's fine. Okay? I passed that pretty much almost instantaneously out the gate and was like, no, I want to play what's on the fucking album. When I hear Pride and Joy, I want to play note for note what the fuck. He's playing on that song and I hear a little wing. I want to play note for note. What the fuck he's playing on that song that takes a natural affinity, but no matter if you have that or not, you can still be proficient at something. If you are determined enough and stick to it enough, you might not be as natural at it. It might not come as natural, but you can through just pure determination, get the muscle memory and, and the ability to do what you want to fucking do. It's going to take work, though. It's going to suck. You're going to be 12, 13, 14, 15, not going out on the weekends, sitting cross-legged on your bed with a guitar in your lap, going over and over and over, sometimes a 5, 10-second piece of music, trying to get it note perfect. That's the price you have to pay if you want to play that way. Now, I don't know about you, Chris. I never looked at it as I was paying a price. I
3: never looked at it as I was missing out on something. I enjoyed it.
4: I enjoyed it exactly. Hey,
3: that's the difference, I guess. What does uh, uh Was Bob Kelso say? Anything worth having is hard. <laughs> I guess.
4: <laughs> Who's wait Bob Kelso from that '70s show, Scrubs. Oh Jesus Christ! How did I let that one up? the episode yeah, where,
3: that, the, where the where the
4: or the fat she ch- googled your ass. Yeah. <laughs>
3: hey
4: man, there's what over a hundred episodes of that shit. The fact that I remembered it just took me like ten seconds, I still consider that a victory. There's <laughs> a lot of episodes of scrubs. It took me a second. But I can't believe I got the, the show wrong. That's what ugh. That, that's what's bothering me. No, this is all my Alzheimer's must be acting up today. But <clears throat> no, dude, you know as well as I do that it, it, it doing something like that is a labor of love. Whatever. But I mean we and we've talked about it on this show. We also put an expiration date on that shit. If I'm not making X amount of money and it's not sustainable by this age, it's time to, well, put that in its case, put it in the closet. Just call it a go hobby now. get a now. fucking job. Yeah. Yeah, go get a job. And I mean, like, here's the bitch of it. If we were 10, 15, definitely 20 years younger, we could have probably made a living through our 30s playing in a cover band, playing yeah. six, seven nights a week.
3: Or at least being session musicians before Pro Tools ruined it. Yeah, now I don't even,
4: I, outside of Nashville and, like, a handful of go to fucking musicians, but I don't, who, who the fuck uses session musicians these days? I mean, most of the pop music you hear, it's mostly electronic and it's mostly the producers making the music. Yep. I mean, there's, I, the, with a keyboard and MIDI, you don't even need a fucking drum set, bass, or a guitar. You can do it all right there. And I don't think people realize that. Like, every once in a while, when I was, work- when I was working in at, 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 at one of the pizza places, I saw him come on the radio, so I am going go, Hey, you hear the guitar on this part? And I'd listen, and I'd go, Hey, ain't a guitar. No, it's a guitar. I'm like, that's not a guitar.
3: That's a keyboard using a MIDI
4: patch to sound well,
3: too, like but it. it. it's it's the Catch-22 of technology, right? Because I can make some shit that sounds radio or studio quality on my fucking smartphone. Uh, especially you got an iphone oh, you just put load garage band it's over it's done yeah see i don't know i i'm real gun shy
4: of that shit that's i to be honest with you like i i i'm like I, to me if i had learned how to do that shit it feels like i'd have taken the easy way out i don't know how else to explain that like when we were talking about recording earlier it's you know to me, when I went into the studio and that light went red, if this is the final take, this is what everyone's gonna fucking hear until the, you know what I'm saying? End of story. But if I know it's like, oh, I can flub it and we can fix it later, blah 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 blah. I don't. I never wanted to use that as a crutch because I've I've seen too many bands that do it, especially with singers, especially with oh, we'll fix it with Pro Tools. Oh, dude, does it? And then, no, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Oh, just see,
3: I have an interface that I can plug into my phone. I can plug my guitar. There's an input, and I can plug it into my phone. And then, yeah, the fucking amp simulator, if I, 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 whatever cabinet, whatever head you want, done. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, now that type of thing, yeah,
4: I mean, yeah, okay. I'm I'm a little bit more accepting of that type of What's that, too? Trust me, technology. the guitar geek
3: in it is like, oh, look at all these cabinets I don't have to buy now. Well, here's my problem. I had a modeling
4: amp with a tube amp power section, and I can tell you this. Uh, modulation effects don't work good on a solid state amp. They just, it it doesn't sound the same. I put a, basically I put a a Univibe in front of this amp and I was like, this sounds like a chorus in a can of 10 B, in a tin can with B's. This doesn't sound like a Univibe anymore. It went from that band of gypsies, Robin Trower, swirling Strat Marshall sound to, like I said, a chorus, a cheap boss chorus pedal, and a tin can with a bunch of angry bees that someone's shaking, and I'm I, like, I.
3: I will tell you the last band that I was in at the end, my head was my iPad. Like I had my iPad just, I had my iPad routed into my head so that I could just sit there and like dial up, like, okay, I'm gonna use this amp for this this sound for like, ow, oh. I, like, I was pretty fucking cool, quite honestly. Cause I was able, like, I was getting, uh, cause too we were playing like funk music, so I was, uh, I'm playing a Les Paul, but I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting the sound of, a, uh, of a Fender Twin just to get like, oh, like it's, and and this was like seven years ago, and I'm willing to bet it sounds even fucking better now. Oh no, the
4: the dude, the modeling amp I had was it sounded, they've come a long way. I, once they get the putting pedals in front of the amp thing, taking hammered out, taken care of. I'd totally go that route. <laughs> I mean, if I, if I played anymore. I mean, enough to where I'm going to need to buy gear or anything. I, pretty much, I can't imagine buying any more gear than the gear I have at this point.
3: My rig looked like Johnny 5 because it looked like the fucking iPad was ahead on top of the whole thing. But, yeah, it was cool. After song, all right, hit this, this, this. Cool. We're doing this sound now. I, once again,
4: I'm not that type of guitar player. All the guitar players I like had a a very unique sound to them, and no matter what, when they went to another rig or 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 to you know to change between songs, it still sounded like them playing their guitar with their tone. See, it, to me, it was that's just, the way I always that's the way I always looked at tone. Try to make it as individual as possible.
3: Now, trust me, when I was in the hard rock band, that is how, I, dude. I had my head, I had my settings, dude. This was my tone. D-d- trust me, there was that, but at, you know, at the end, it was it was just it was. Because it was a different type of band which you're going for a different type of we were a little bit more experimental it was it was more than just a straight up it was like a it was kind of like sublime Fuck the chili peppers is kind of like the sound we had going gotcha. so so it was yeah it was it was doing a lot more experiments with the clean tone and, and things like that you know because for like seven years before it was just like but osgo 211. <laughs>
4: all right well, let's get off music and Let's, let's talk about something a little bit more uplifting.
3: The recent spat of celebrity deaths we've had. Yeah. Bob Sagan. So, well let's start with let's yeah, let's go back the one that uh, we missed. I think it's relevant to the show. Uh, Madden. Oh. John Madden. Well well, he's been dead to us for at least a decade, right? Ever since he left the foot the uh the booth. He's kind of been a ghost since then, right?
4: Yeah. And he was what, eighty one? Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of wondering if like he left the booth and there was maybe like some health issues of some sort. And John Madden wasn't a good looking man, but he was media savvy enough to know when not to be in front of the camera. (laughs) So I'm wondering if kind of that's why he was like, I think it's time to retire now. I tell you what, he still collects that, or his his family will still be collecting those checks from the fucking Madden video games. That's for goddamn sure. Oh yeah, that's still one of the best selling video games every fucking year,
3: dude. Oh, for sure. I mean, dude, there was a period in my life where I'd go to the fucking excuse me, midnight release. Oh yeah, I'd be one of those assholes standing in line Monday Monday night. Let's go, give me my Madden. I took tomorrow off. Got a big bag of weed, and I'm playing Madden till five in the fucking morning.
4: Yeah, well, I mean, dude, between – I don't know. And it, this is just my opinion. Between Madden, the video games, which have been around since the early 90s, so we're, we're pushing 30 years, if if not, crossed the 30-year mark from the first Madden to his – what was it? The Telestrator that he would draw on the screen and, and, and mm-hmm. show you the plays and stuff. I don't know if there's been another broadcaster in football who's done more – to like open the game and explain the game to the average person more than John Madden.
3: Uh, Drew, Drew and Mike brought up a good point that the cross-section of guys on their on that show knew John Madden as three different things. The old guy knew him as John Madden, the coach. The middle-aged guy knew him as John Madden, the commentator. And the, the millennial knows him as the guy from the, 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 the football game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Absolutely. So that lends credence to what you were just saying is, yeah, he... He he, definitely. I think was probably one of the people that helped make the NFL as big as it is now. Like, I, was it as big? Was it? Do you think it was the behemoth that it was when we were little and we just weren't aware of it? Because I don't know. It just seems to me like when it was little, it was like yeah, football on Sunday. But I mean, like dude, now, it is just like I mean, it is it is it is the it is the NFL. I mean, it is it's got a its revenue is more than a gross domestic product of a lot of smaller countries like it is just i mean it is ubiquitous now i think it's i'm not a good one
4: to ask because one my family weren't pro football people for whatever reason and they're all dead so i can't ask them but uh like it definitely went like baseball basketball like boxing racing hockey and, Well, want to know cuz college football was in there somewhere but, like, hockey and then football was the bottom. But when I went to Florida, when I moved to Florida when I was nine, holy oh. fuck, that's when I got... So that's I guess when the I,
3: football shot up the charts when you moved down south.
4: Oh, my God, dude. Like, seriously. I'm I'm closer to Tampa where I was living, hence why I'm a Tampa fan. And so all my friends are like, you know, Sunday would come along, and Sunday for us was, you know, we'd wake up and clean. We'd clean the house, and then we'd go outside And my job was to clean my room, clean the bathroom, uh, clean the kitchen, and then we go in the garage. And then I had to wash my stepmom's car, my dad's car, uh, my dad's motorcycle, and then our our bicycles. And then I was was free to do whatever the fuck I wanted to do.
3: There's nine hours of labor. Enjoy that one hour of sunlight you got left.
4: Fuck that. I got that done by like
3: one, two o'clock.
4: Oh, nice. But, I mean, I was also up at like 6.30. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was a kid. I didn't really have much say in the situation, and, and there, wasn't whole, there wasn't a whole lot of arguing in my family. It was, boy, do this. And it was either get slapped or do it. So I, I, I did it. But, uh, I mean, I would go over to my friend's house on Sundays after all that, and like, they were like, dude, it's football Sunday. And I'm like, so? Let's go out and play. And they're like, no, we watch football. And so what they watch, Tampa Bay Bucks. But every once in a while, a fucking Dolphins fan, even that far north in fucking uh, 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 Florida. And dude, like that shit was a religion. And in college football down there, I thought college football was bad in Michigan. Uh, dude, between FSU, the U, and remember, I went, I moved down there in in December 1986. The U was in full fucking swing. Oh yeah. They were in full effect at that point in time, dude. And you had FSU and you had the Gators. So you had three teams vying for we're the the king dick in this fucking state. And it was just nuts. And then I moved back up here. And because no one in my family was into football except for college, nothing. And I think so. I can't really say. I can tell you this. It was the team. It wasn't the league. I think fantasy is what's really... Fantasy and the, uh, cable, cable. Oh, becoming... Yeah, I'd say like
3: the NFL Network existing. I mean, because it's year round now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. As soon as the Super Bowl's done, we're talking about the combine. You know what? I, and I joked about it, right? Like, but it's going to happen. The Super Bowl's going to be in fucking mid March this year. Like they're they're gonna they're gonna keep adding games so that bitch almost butts up right against the tournament. So there's like no laps. Well, I mean, dude, it's
4: once again Chase that almighty dollar, man. And if there's a, if there's, you know how businessmen are—they can make a billion dollars, but they sweat over that one penny they didn't make. But as a, that's a fan, that's what keeps them up at night.
3: I'm not mad at week at, at at the extra game. I'm not. I'm not mad that they're keeping this the the one good goddamn idea they kept. They're keeping the super wild card, dude. We're gonna get three days of fucking playoff football. There's extra Monday night football because it's a super wild card. I'm down for the thing. See, that's the thing. Me, the football fan. You want to add more? I'm in. Hell, well, see, I'm with. I'm with you. Let's go to 18 on. games.
4: See now, I, okay, I'm with you, but I think that they fucked up by going to 17. Just go to 18. Drop down to two preseason games. Maybe expand the roster to like 60 people plus your practice squad, and tell coaches, you know what? Hundred years ago, there was no such thing as the forward pass. You'll adjust. You got two fucking preseason games to decide who your team is. And let's be honest, I've watched enough hard knocks. Unless that team is completely rudderless and just spinning around in the fucking water, usually it it's like they know who's gonna, who's mm-hmm. who's definitely staying, and who's on the bubble by definitely the end of the second game.
3: And you go to eighteen games. You you got a chance you have you throw in a second bye week. Yeah, that's tell you, you get the Super Bowl at the end of March, you can get just two weeks between the Super Bowl and the the March Madness Tournament. I mean, hey, man, I'm with you. Oh, do you realize this year it's going to be Super Bowl and then pitchers and catchers report? That's going to be kind of cool. It's going to be like the same week. I will
4: say I think the Madden, if we're going to call it the the Madden effect, uh, when it comes to the current state of football, I think that has to do more with the video game. And here's why I say that. Not necessarily because... He's been out of the booth for going on a decade or a decade, whatever it is when he died. But more so how the nature of video games is you sell the game for sixty to seventy bucks, but that's not good enough. You gotta get those microtransactions. Yep. And about ten to fifteen years ago is when they introduced like the Madden Ultimate team shit. That is a gold mine. A gold mine, And it is such a con because you can drop thousands upon thousands of dollars buying virtual packs to get the best team to play other people online. But that team is only good until the new Madden comes out. And then they cut all support for the old games and old teams as far as the ultimate team goes. So you have to go out and buy the new one. You have to, once again, spend all that money. None of that shit carries over. You can't import a save file and bring your team from last season to this season. So I think that, because they were like, we're going to monetize this, not just for initial purchase, but all throughout the lifespan of the game, and the game has a built-in expiration date, when the next game releases, they're like, how can we monetize it year-round? And doing that, you have now what? Let's say they started it 15 years ago. I think it might even be a little bit longer now. It might be closer to 20, but whatever. We'll say 15 for the sake of argument. You got basically a whole generation who was raised playing that game who don't think of football as just something to do in the fall. They think of football as, I can play it on my PlayStation or my Xbox year-round. It's a year-round game to me. And then the NFL network, the the just the marketing savvy of the NFL, knowing that There's a market for fucking year-round football. People are starved for this shit. And honestly, football fans are some of the most dedicated fans to the fucking sport. Not their team. Not a player. The sport that I've ever fucking seen. Seriously. You, as a football fan, as a football fan, rival some Canadian hockey fans I've met. Because. Me? You. Yeah, yeah. And this is why I say that. You ain't painting your face. I'm not talking about that type shit. I'm talking about. Motherfucking first uh, week, week one, unless you've painted just a ill bullshit picture of yourself, I picture you posted up in front of the fucking TV, looking at whatever broad you got in the house going, okay, it's all about you, but not what football's on. You need to shut the fuck up and leave me alone.
2: Oh,
3: I start watching Can't. pregame coverage as soon as it's, uh, NFL Network. I st- 9 a.m. Game day morning. Michael Irvin. Rich That's Eisen. What I'm that's watched, what I'm saying. I'll leave watch the shit that's on at 8 a.m. Oh, that first Sunday, oh, it's a magical feeling. Oh, <laughs> see, listen to how you're talking about it. It's what I'm saying. You're like
4: Canadian. Like I'm getting
3: the goosebumps now, hardcore. thinking like, oh, next September. Oh, I call it you Man Christmas.
4: You're like, you're like, like native-born Canadians who are hockey hockey fanatics. That's what they sound like.
3: This Sunday would the last time Scott Hansen said seven hours of commercial free football starts now I was sad going, God damn it, that's it. That is it till next September. It's the last time he's saying that. Last time for the Octobox.
4: <laughs> well to take it back to Madden for a second, because you just reminded me that the the telestrator or whatever he had, the you know where he drew on the screen and shit. I dated, when I, when I was in Arizona, I dated a girl. And she flat out told me, she's like, you know how I learned to understand football? And I was like, I don't know, I don't know. watching it? <laughs> like, Your dad explained it to you? Your, maybe your mother? I don't know. Is she a football fan? She's like, no, watching John Madden. John Madden, Al Michaels. I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, because he would start drawing on the screen and break down the plays and explain he's going to, they're going to, you know, they're going to, the blocker's going to pull here and it's going to create a hole and then. The running back has got good vision, so he sees the hole, and he makes the cut, and he's, boom, up the field and gone and blah, 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 blah. I didn't understand any of that until he started breaking the shit down. And I'm like, there you go, dude. There was someone who had zero interest in football until her early 20s and started dating a guy who was into football. And she sat down, and just through Madden being Madden, she was probably one of the more knowledgeable girlfriends I ever had about football she know
3: about Romo? Uh, oh, dude, we should be ninety eight. Now it's a guy'll do it and make your pussy wet. <laughs> I think oh. Romo is her type. Just just be honest, she
4: look at Romo and be like, oh, he's gay. He ain't my nah. type. She liked him a little bit more rugged looking. She was with me, bro.
2: <laughs> Come on, man. I'm not, yeah, but I'm young not, you. Back when yeah, you're working never, out.
4: I was never pretty. I mean uh, uh, Romo Romo if, if he didn't have like like NFL quarterback size, he would have problems if he went to prison. <laughs> like, the brothers would be like, see you in the shower, pretty boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Uh, excuse me. Not the brothers. The sisters would be like, see you in the shower, pretty
3: boy. <laughs> you know what I'm
4: saying?
2: So,
3: you know, it's like. Uh, By the way, can we can we crown him as the new Madden, please? Why? What are we all waiting for? No. He's on like his third season of Being Awesome. Because he's. Uh,
4: Madden was lucky enough to come up without social media. And so it was very easy to spin the narrative that he's universally beloved. Uh, Romo played his career at the dawn of social... Started his career at the dawn of social media and has only ever done anything in the booth with peak social media going on. And his haters
3: hate him. But listen, I had him in fantasy a few times and his dog shit ass self. I'm not, he is a great fucking commentator. I don't give a fuck about what he did fucking you know five plus years ago and like dude he's i love watching a game where tony romo is commentating
4: oh i'm with you on that but you understand as well as i do one these are these are sports fans two and more importantly they're football fans and three if they're not dallas cowboy fans they hate the dallas cowboys anybody played for them especially someone like romo who made a career playing for dallas and then four it's the internet some people, they just hate people for no other reason besides I hate them, and that's good enough for me. So, I mean, it's, it, I feel like it, Madden fell into that Goldilocks zone where we don't know all his nonsense and his bullshit. Now that he's dead, it might leak out over the next, you know, decade or so. Like, you know, he liked hookers or, you know, went to massage parlors or something. Something problematic is going to fucking surface about Madden. And the you take his name off the video game and all this bullshit. You know how it is. You've lived through the you've lived through this fucking. This why are we decade. holding
3: against Tony Romo? He got to bang Jessica Simpson. Uh, Dukes of Hazard era Jessica Simpson. Oh what a, oh, a transition! What a transgression! I,
4: I, I don't know, dude. Because people just fucking. Why? Why do people hate? Why do okay? Why do I hate Freddie Prince Jr. as much as I do? I'm sure he's a good guy. Like, if I met him in person, I would have no problem shaking his hand and talking to him. But when I see this jackass try to act in a movie with his one expression that looks like he just got a like a prostate exam, but both hands were on his shoulders, I want to punch his fucking lights out. I want to put him in a fucking coma, dude. I can't stand the motherfucker. And I'm like, who the fuck thought he was a good actor? I've never acted not fucking once. I'm a better actor than that motherfucker. Definitely more expressive. I don't know. Some people just hate people, man. And I think Madden was probably the last one who's going to come up and, and, and was able to have a career unscathed by the bullshit with social media. Also helps that he pretty much bowed out after, what, about a decade ago? I mean, it's really ramped up the last decade. I mean, but, you know, Romo? I, You know, I, I've heard people... He's a know-it-all. Tired of him fucking calling out fucking plays before they happen. Like he's fucking, like 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 he's Nostradamus or something. He's the doing it because he
3: did it, and he can recognize it. That's what you want.
4: I don't. I don't understand why they're beefing with that either, man. I don't. To me, I'm like, is that what you want? Like he's he's literally explaining the game. He's literally. Helping make new fans. I don't understand what the problem is. Like, I just, I seriously don't. And it's not like the woke flakes are invading football. I mean, full force, not yet, but, you know, it's not like he's letting the wrong people in, so we should gatekeep them or anything. I I don't know, dude. Your guess is as good as mine.
3: Well, hey, RIP, John Madden, we're already over three hours here. Should we get to, to, or do you want to say anything more about uh, Madden? I'm good with Madden Bob Saget boo uh, boo this man that's the scene he was in <laughs> I don't boo this man a boo that he died 65 man like that's uh, that's young nowadays right especially for someone who wasn't sick
4: uh, yeah I mean relatively
3: well he didn't look like he was in horrible shape no but I mean I
4: I don't know how much was a carefully crafted image and how much of it was reality, but I've always heard, especially once Full House and, and America's Funniest Home Videos was done, Homeboy didn't pass up many parties. Like he was, he w- he went to them, and he excelled at going to them. Like I don't know if you ever watched the the, the the first couple seasons of Entourage, but at one point they buy a house, a mansion, and it's next to a whorehouse, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bob Saget has like a house account. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. And I was watching that with the ex-wife when it first came out, and she's like, damn, this is really out of character for him. I'm like, no, actually, Full House in America's Funniest Home Videos was out of character for him. This is more like the real Bob Saget. And it's funny because a couple of years later, we were watching an interview, and they were talking to people in Entourage, and they asked about Bob Saget. And they were like uh, that. That he wasn't even really acting when he was doing that part. That was just Bob Saget being Bob Saget. That's how he was. And it's like uh, I, I want to see the tox report. I want to see a toxicology report. I'm wondering if he went out like, uh, 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 Carrie Fisher, like he had a couple different things in his system, and his body was like, Yo, you're 65. <laughs> Later for you, dude. Like serious? cocaine and ecstasy? What are you stupid? Like I, I'm kind of wondering if that's the the, the case with it, with him, and I won't be shocked if it is. I'm not at all. Or I maybe. think I'll be more shocked if he comes back and he's like he was perfectly healthy. By the way, it was an all-in act. He never he was a teetotaler. He never even smoked a cigarette. I, that would shock me. That's about it. Or maybe he or, just he
3: beat up his heart when he was younger, and at 65 it went. oh, we're done. Well, I mean, is it
4: official? It was a heart attack. Because the way I heard it is, he checked into a, his hotel room in Florida after doing a show, posted something on social media that morning, and then missed checkout or something like that. And they did a wellness check. I
3: hey, just found him in his and, bed, just
4: and found him, yeah, dead, just tucked in Which, sleeping. Like, I mean, can you imagine? about <laughs> what, what, you, what, you, what jobs you don't want to be a cop on? Can you imagine walking in and be like, "Yo, is that Bob Saget?" Yeah. And is he dead? Yeah. Fuck. Can we get a shout-out picture? Take it real quick.
2: <laughs> right. Hey, it's me
3: and Danny Tanner. Put a cigarette in his mouth. <laughs> I know, right? It's like Weekend at Bob's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I will say this. Uh, the
4: memes almost immediately. Emi- uh, my buddy posted from TMZ that Bob Saget had been found dead. I saw that posting. I scrolled down. He had posted that. It said two minutes before I saw it. I scrolled down about four or five good thumb swipes down, right, on my timeline. And then just, boom, a whole plethora of fucking Bob Saget's dead memes. And I'm like, the internet is way quick. And uh, one of the things I thought was funny is, I, you know, I posted a couple. and People were like, oh, man, whoa, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, hold up. Before anyone comes in here trying to get offended about he's dead memes watch his comedy central roast then come back and try to get offended about the 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 man's sense of humor was so dark that the cops would beat it okay like seriously like they would just uh, karen would call the cops on his sense of humor it was so black and dark i mean it was dark like i'm not joking i think it was in the movie the aristocrats
3: Oh yeah, we when
4: he's, We, we
3: watched it on the Weedsman. It's like fucking five minutes long, and it is just fucking. Eh. Was that
4: was that the one where he's talking about fucking the Olsen twins?
3: No, that's the one where the the whole you know he's telling the he's just telling the joke where the guy essentially just fucks his whole family.
4: Okay, okay, well, well, usually, I mean, I, I know, if you've not seen the documentary The Aristocrats, rent it, stream it. Oh, sail yeah. the seas whatever you got to. we
3: went over the cast uh, it is a who's who of comedy in
4: this and more movie. importantly it's a who's who of comedy before they got woke like sarah silverman uh know, people like that yeah um but no he because you know the aristocrats joke you can either tell as a joke in the third person or you tell you say it in the first person and i swear i remember him doing a version of that joke in the first person where instead of the family being an imaginary family, he was describing the family from Full House.
3: <laughs> oh, I'm sure, I'm sure that exists. <laughs> I
4: guarantee. Like, dude, I didn't, I didn't dream up him fucking the, the Olson. To tw- him, saying he fucked. Oh no, the Olsen I've heard when they were five on my own. So I'm sure. No, I've I'm
3: heard. No, dude, yeah, no, you're not crazy. I've heard, I've heard that. I tell you, one of my first memories of him, not Full House, was. Uh, he hosted Saturday Night Live, and the whole you know the whole running shtick in his whole monologue was he's like oh I'm allowed to say the words nipple ass and wiener, <laughs> you know he's being as dirty as he could be for for SNL, but he was essentially you know it was, it was him going hey I'm not Danny Tanner, I'm not the guy that telling dad jokes every Sunday night on on America's Funniest Home Videos,
4: <laughs> no, and I mean you know as much as the internet didn't disappoint me and kind of made me, you know, chuckle a little bit with the memes about his death. It was probably 2 hours after I read that he had been found dead that I started seeing the post about how he's a he's a legit child molester. And not because of any of the jokes he said, but because apparently uh, allegedly, I'm going to I'm gonna, I'll put it, I'll put that out there even though I doubt he's going to fucking sue us. Uh allegedly he was on uh Epstein's fucking flight logs. And I'm like all right, so is this where we're at now? Is this, is this where we're at as a society where if a celebrity dies that someone can just come out and say this shit, the rumor gets picked up, it gets reported by a couple of bullshit fucking internet sources, more legitimate, quote-unquote legitimate news sources pick it up and run with it? Because since he's died, I've been seeing that story picking up more and more steam and more and more legitimate news sources.
3: Well, weren't we also, too, talking in the show earlier about, you know, there just seems to be a general lack of respect it, it, it kind of seems to be like that's gone for people who died too. I mean, remember one of the first big tweets after Kobe died was someone reminding us that he was a rapist, and yeah, he was. You know, we, had, you know, we kind of all. Man, I, I'm with.
4: I, look, I'm you know, with. I'm one with too Ralph many May Siemens. On, I'm with Ralphie May on this. The only physical evidence they had was vaginal bruising. I have a theory on this. Five foot two white girl. Six foot eight black man. Just saying, okay. <laughs> just, just pointing some well, shit just, out it's, here. But Yeah, but
3: just one of the first tweets to go big after he died was someone going, "Oh, hey, mind you, remember, buddy? He rapes him. like, you know, you say it all the time. Death makes angels of us all, right? You know, but at least, you know, can we, can we at least just have some kind of decorum? Like, hey, somebody's father, son, husband." You know what? A spouse just died. Maybe let the maybe let the body go into the ground before you start attacking the past transgressions. Maybe.
4: Well, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I think a lot of that is because he played for the Lakers and he played his entire career there. And there's a lot of salty motherfuckers who Kobe fucking put the stake in their fucking their their team's hopes and. People lose their fucking minds over sports. They forget that it's it's very it's engaging, it's exciting, but it's still entertainment. I mean, it's also a I, game. Yeah, yes. I have nothing good to say about Patrick Wah not playing goalie while he's on the ice. Uh, haven't really heard a whole lot of anything good about the man. Off the ice, but the one thing I'll never do is walk around like these assholes who walk around about Kobe like he fucking sucked. He couldn't. He was a piece of garbage. He couldn't even carry Durant's strap, let alone Michael's. You know, shit like that. It's like, dude, you're letting your hatred of this man because he plays for a team you hate, or he ended a team that you really loves season. You're letting it cloud the like reality. Like so, I, when it comes to sports, people, eh other people i get you because i I was shocked at how when betty white died how i mean the memes were flying hard and fast immediately but how respectful they were you know what i'm saying like like it wasn't a whole lot of like goofing and ripping and dunking on betty white it was more like like you know like her going up to heaven and being like you know i run this bitch and that type shit you know what i'm saying like more respectful towards the fact that, that she had died. And I'm like, is, is this it? Cats, Betty White, and I can't think of anything else the internet pretty much unanimously agrees upon. Like, is that it?
3: <laughs> Cats <laughs> it's, and Betty it's, White.
4: It's pet, two point and, and, Betty, and Betty White's dead. So, fuck. There's 50% of our hope gone. But no, seriously, like, I, I dude, look, here's the deal. I, I don't know shit about Bob Saget's personal life. I don't know if he fucking was a child molester or if he wasn't. Uh, I do know this, one of the things that I did see, and it was just fucking blatant online for a handful of people was what's his politics. First question they're asking really in a thread announcing his death, what's his politics? And I'm like, Who you cares? know, what that, entertain me though. Humor me. What does that mean when to the, what does that mean when a person asks that question, Chris,
3: do they agree with me?
4: Okay. See, I, because it's the internet. Do I hate him or, or do I give him a pass?
3: Well, yeah, well, I, 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 yeah, I get, I think that's what I was getting at, kind of based on our earlier conversations. Does he agree yeah. with things I say? If yes, then cool, I like him. If he doesn't, fuck him. Yeah, which I, I think is absolutely fucking retarded. But I think it's retarded.
4: I think it's retarded not to have friends who you d- like. I don't. I'm. No, I won't be friends with a liberal or a conservative. And I'm just like, why are you that? Are you that fragile? And, and and weak that you can't handle someone disagreeing with you about something And by the way Disagreeing with you isn't in in and of itself disrespectful. You can respectfully disagree with somebody. That's a lost art Thank you internet that one I will lay at the feet of the internet As Mike Tyson is it's been attributed to him even though. I don't know if it's true like people people have forgotten that, you know, take away that keyboard and that fucking screen and they get their ass beat for saying a lot of the shit they say, but you know, we all know that. So, yeah. so I mean, what do, do we start the fucking? I mean, it's not really a, a Deadpool, but I mean, like or Deathpool, I guess. Uh, don't want to get sued by Marvel. Um, a, a toxicology pool? What killed him? I mean, we should know by next episode. What's what's your guess? Are you gonna say? Next? I was reading. Oh, it was gonna
2: say
3: ten to twelve weeks for his autopsy. I just read. Really? Yeah. Well, it said, and it said, heart attack or stroke are the are the leading the 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 front runners.
4: I'm gonna go out and limb and say, not that I'm rooting for this. I have no interest one way or the other. But I'm a, I'm gonna say they find something in the system. I'm not gonna say that killed them, but it might have helped helped it along. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I I I just are saying you, the you, booster you, shot killed him? Oh no! Unless it's a booster shot of cocaine?
3: Oh, no! That was that was something that was going around. Was that he had recently gotten a COVID booster, and that's what killed him.
4: Okay, that, see, that makes sense. That's, whoa, this is politics. See? God, I hate... Asteroid, 2022. Just come for the fucking midterms. Stay for the fucking... the Stay for the next fucking species this planet props up. (laughs) Like, God damn, I hate fucking... I hate this world sometimes. Like, seriously, dude? Like, I... I'm surprised I missed that. I really am. I haven't I've have yet to see anyone speculating that it was the COVID booster, the COVID booster jab that killed fucking Saget. But of course there's somebody out there saying that. Why wouldn't there be? Jesus Christ. Ugh. Anyways. Yeah. So okay. all right. So heart attack or stroke so basically nat- natural-ish causes. I mean, to be honest, it's not out of the realm of possibility for a, fi- a 65-year-old man to have either of those
3: yeah and they said tucked in his bed. It wasn't like they found empty pill bottles or alcohol bottles around him. The guy was just sleeping. you know that's the way I want to go. I' just go to bed and never wake up. <laughs> How do you want to
4: die uh eighty years old, laying in my old bed, belly full of wine, and a young girl's mouth wrapped around my cock that too what about that
3: <laughs> and too, when you're eighty, you know you young that's sixty five year olds a young girl oh uh, well.
4: I'm literally quoting Tyrion from Game of Thrones. Ah, okay. I, I do, oh, don't, do not attribute do not attribute that to me. Okay. Well, well simple so, too. I, I, I,
3: Tyrion, I, he could mean young. No, he wanted he wanted a child molester in Game of Thrones. Oh, I don't. No, no, I don't. I don't.
4: Or one of it at least been related to him. Oh, that could have been. Yeah, he is a Lannister. But no, no. Yeah, I don't. I maybe in the books. I only
3: read the first one.
4: Or. And half the second one and then long story, I, I lost all my books. But yeah, I don't remember him being a pedophile, but
3: I don't know much. He, I just know they were rolling like Caligula for what I'd heard. He, he he was
4: kind of a whoremonger. I I, I I'll say that. He, he did like his he did like his his
3: working ladies. So I mean I guess
4: <laughs> there could be a young one in
3: the in the Do we books? know the age of consent? In whatever the name of the place in Westeros,
4: is. yeah, yeah I, I, I don't think we ever they ever covered that. I don't remember it if they did. I, I do know that like it's frowned upon. Like twelve and younger is pretty much frowned upon, and by that because I, I believe there was specific scenes that they like showed in great detail people who were child molesters and went after kids twelve and younger they showed their deaths in gruesome detail. I got to believe it's for a reason. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So, on that note,
3: let's wrap <laughs> up the show, kids.
4: Get your kids vaccinated so Bob Saget don't fuck 'em.
3: Yeah, right? There you go. Uh and now uh, find us on social media at Exhausted Pod is how you find us on whatever social media. We only use the two, Facebook and Twitter. Uh and uh go to ChristopherMedia.net uh hit the uh paypal button or the amazon banner if you'd like to help us out and wherever you rate us and review us i I like what you said last week hey even give us a one star too hey we we could take the lumps you hear us on the show we give each other shit all the time hey maybe we need to hear where we need improvement you want to give a one star go ahead just wherever you're rating and review us just review us you know give us a rating please thank you it helps other people find the show and other than that, uh, hopefully we're all we're back to the full bullet next week. All three of us. Earl was here for like ten minutes, but you know he's got the virus. He he did he
4: he did sound like like death warmed over
3: though. Yeah, like both of us like two or three times. Like, dude, you don't have to. No, I'm good. Um, I, I can do. It. He said he sounded like a male porn star.
4: Uh, uh, hey, Manny, you, you too sick to go into work? No, I can make it. I yeah. can make it. You know, give me a few minutes. I'll be there. Like dude, just just go home, dude. It's don't yeah. be foolish to
3: fuck tomorrow, trust me. Yeah, don't <laughs> don't be a hero, dude. But yeah, so hopefully we're all back together next week, all fully healthy and virus free. Uh so see you next week.
2: You're listening to ChristopherMedia.net.